Blog Talk Radio. There is nothing more intoxicating than the meld of emotions and sensations that is Friday night. Friday night is the sound of that crowd, the pride of that community, the way that that grass smells. I've never felt in my adult life the way that I felt on Friday nights. That's what those kids are playing for. They're playing for that emotion. They're playing for that brotherhood and all of that sensory input that comes from Friday night. That's why they're playing high school football in this country. It is this common thread that weaves through the American fabric. Whether you live in Compton, California, or you live in Appalachia, if you played the game at the high school level, you have this common bond of representing that community. Anyone who disparages where the game is based on myriad reasons. I'm not buying it. I'm around the game every day on these campuses. I see the impact it has on these young men. I see the way that these coaches are able to grow high school boys into NFL or professional men. And it's just beautiful.
All right, we're back. So here's what we got going on. In the next few minutes, we're going to have Coach uh, Corn calling in. He'll be calling in from Coastal Carolina. As we said, we picked uh, Coach Coastal to win that game on Friday night. They'll be hosting Campbell. Now, if you've seen the Twitter accounts throughout the state, especially the 2022s, you'll see a lot of these young kids that have been featured on Twitter. You'll see some of the graphics posted out. Uh, part of what he does is some of the recruiting efforts there at Coastal. I know in years back, some of the people have been super frustrated. They felt like they didn't get a lot of the love from Coastal. They didn't get to hear, uh, didn't, you know, kind of get that represented. A lot of kids felt like they got passed over in state for a lot of -of out-of-state kids. Now, uh, he's going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to hit on that. But you know what? We're not going to focus on that a whole lot because new day, new program, new guys running the show. And so he's going to be running the show uh, for the recruiting. He's going to update kids on kind of what they're looking for, how to reach out, uh, some of the things, the do's and don'ts, uh, give you a little update on the recruiting rules that came out yesterday. If you haven't seen that, you're going to see that uh, no in-person visits, no on-campus recruiting visits for Division I. Uh, Division One coaches can't come to your games. They can't come to your practices. They can't come to your school and talk to you. They're not going to have that face-to-face connection. So uh, what you're going to find out from him is, you know, you can visit schools, tours, the academic tours and the facility tours and things like that are open. That's fine. You just can't meet with any coaches face-to-face. You can't come to game, can't do that game day experience, which, again, that's going to hurt a lot of players, especially the 2021s. 2022s will have another year to be seen uh, and get make that face-to-face connection. But for right now, that's all of Division One. Now, Division Two and Division Three, which are not playing this fall, are not playing this year, uh, they do have open face-to-face meetings where you can go to campus. Uh, why that is, no one really knows. Uh, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of Twitter headaches and a lot of Twitter, uh, let's just say, a lot of unhappy folks out there posting about that and, and the ruling. A lot of people don't understand why. You've seen a lot of things, people reaching out making the case and uh, very upset, especially for those 2021 athletes. But um, so what we're going to do now is I want to give you a little highlight about what we're doing with the 2022s. So basically with the 2022s, if you guys are listening in, you're going to come on the show. You're going to give us your name, your height, your weight, your positions played, your high school, your head coach's name. You're going to drop some stats. You know, on the positions you played, your, your receiver, your DB, your running back, linebacker, offensive lineman, uh, defensive lineman, special teamer, that's up to you. Drop your stats. Sell yourself. If you're a weight room monster, you're pushing the weights, you know, what's your, what's your bench, what's your squat, what's your vertical, what's your, you know, broad jump, things like that. We want to hear it because uh, this is a platform, this is a chance for you to reach out, to be heard. Uh, you're going to be interviewing for both uh, the – East and West teams, if you're an East guy, we're going to tag Coach Will Cook and uh, Cock on the um, Twitter here. If you want to send your information over, if you want to get them to review your film to see if you want to be, if you want to represent the East side of uh, West side in South Carolina in that junior all-star game. If you're on the East side of South Carolina, you're going to tag Coach Smitty in our page. We already have it lined up for you. All you have to end that tweet where we have those coaches tagged. That's all you have to do. Then come on the show. Like I said, you're going to give us your five, Five-minute pitch. Tell us about yourself. Tell us why they draft you for the junior game. We have a college uh, D1 recruiter going to be listening in throughout the show to these 2022s. If you want to have it, here's your chance. Sell yourself. Hey, coach, you know, if you're picking up the phone, you got five minutes. 
This is why you should call me and not some other guy. I want to be your dude. I want to play for you. Here's what makes me special. So we're going to talk about that. One of the things we're going to hit up since we mentioned recruiting here is that when he's on and he's that recruiting guru, he's the one that's leading that recruiting page and recruiting site for them, uh, you're going to hear some things from him. We're going to ask him the tough questions. You know, what is it like? What do you guys do? Uh, what, do you guys, what are you guys looking for? What positions? What kind of guy? You know, what are you looking for when you go to my social media accounts? What other social media accounts do you look at? Are you looking at my, my teammates' social media accounts? Are you looking at my coach's social media account? Are you looking at my parents' social media account, my brothers, my sisters? Are you looking at the people I surround myself with? Because that's a big thing. Now, I know you can't control maybe who you surround yourself with if it's a parent, but you might get, you know, hey, mom, dad, uncle, grandma, grandpa, brother, sister, teammate, you know, I got this coach looking at me, and, and they're going to see your stuff too because you're always tagging me or, or my account's linked to yours. That may hurt me. And, of course, I don't, think, I don't think there's any parent out there that wants to hurt their child when it comes to recruiting. Well, we're going to ask them about that because we've been hearing from a lot of college coaches. They're not just looking at you. They're looking at who you surround yourself with or who is surrounding you because oftentimes when they recruit a player, you know, mom and dad's going to be on campus. Uh, brother's going to be on campus, sister's going to be on campus. The people who surround you with might be the people who come up to visit or people who might be on social media tagging you and this, that, and the other, and they don't want to be associated with that. But uh, without further ado, and then we're going to have Coach Corn coming in here at 630, so hang tight, folks. Folks, without further ado, I got Coach Colton Corn representing the Chanticleers up in uh, Conway, South Carolina, the uh, Coastal Carolina. After the big win last week, went over to uh, Big Twelve country, Lawrence, Kansas, knocked those guys off. And uh, I know you look at the score, Coach, and many others, and they said, "Well, that's a pretty good beating." But I think the score, honestly, at the end of the when the gun went off after the fourth quarter, doesn't tell the whole story because there were a lot of teams throughout college football that just did not look prepared in one, either one of the three ways, offense, defense, special teams are just all together, whether it's relaying guys, getting coaches, getting things put together, just didn't look the park going to a big 12 country, uh, you know, and, and leave out of Conway, South Carolina, Europe, 28, nothing at halftime, I believe it was, and end up blowing those guys out. So, uh, you know, I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. You know, I know you tagged the Twitter post and told everybody, hey, I'm a South Carolina guy. This is what I'm, where I'm from in South Carolina. This is what I've done. But I go ahead and introduce yourself. Talk to us about where you're from and what you do there at Coastal. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Colton Korn. I'm the coordinator of player personnel and the NFL liaison. And uh, basically that just means I, I sit in a room and watch film all day of high school recruits. Um, 
you know, I hit South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, all the way out to, you know, up north to Ohio, out west to California, down to Texas, Florida, um, and everywhere in between. Um, and, you know, it doesn't, doesn't stop there. We, we recruit guys actually um, internationally. Um, we've offered guys from, from, from Germany, from, from Switzerland, from, from uh, the U.K. We, we, we're, pretty, we're pretty global with how we recruit. Um, but, you know, obviously the focus is on our home turf, um, South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, um, and places like that. But I'm extremely grateful to be on here and to talk some, some Sean and Clear football, some Sean and Clear recruiting. No doubt, man. And uh, so w- one of the things that we've kind of run into lately is uh, recruiting and, and the difficulties and the challenges. This year has been probably as big as headache or a bigger <laughs> headache for you than uh, some of the guys playing for our favorite teams and, of course, some of our favorite players that live in the same house with us. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that and those changes. Now, I know a big ruling came out yesterday, and I'm going to give you a chance to explain that ruling too because there might be a lot of folks who say, you know, well, you know, Coach hadn't reached out to me, man. I haven't been invited to a game this year. So I want you to uh, talk about some of the challenges in recruiting and a little bit about that uh, ruling that came down yesterday. Absolutely. So uh, first off, with the with the uh, the ruling, um, you know, it's going to be a tough one for for especially 2021s. Um, it's not great for 2022s, but um, it's not the end of the world um, for for everybody. Um, you're not going to be able to come to a game uh, this season as long as we're playing right now. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to dictate the the spring season if if teams are actually playing then if that actually does happen. Um, but as of right now, there will not be any in-person um, contact as far as coming to a game for an unofficial, an official, um, or, you know, coming to school, coming to games, and watching play. So, so obviously that hurts um, 2021s um, a little bit because you're not going to be able to, to get to campus or, or a coach isn't going to be able to come and see you in person where, you know, there's times where a coach will come and watch one player and, oh, man, this guy just went off for 200 yards rushing or, or whatever, and he sees that guy and he starts to become a prospect. Um, that's just not going to happen this year, unfortunately. Um, obviously, it's, it's tough for, for high school kids and all that, but um, for the safety and trying to keep a level playing field, the NCAA decided to act on that. Um, and then, um, sorry, what was the other part of the question as far as um, yeah, well, and I was going to ask you a, a follow-up just to make sure, you know, any of the listeners, any of the kids, the coaches listening. Now, that itself, like you said, that's an NCAA rule. That is not a coach yes, That is not a Coach Chadwell rule that nobody – That is an NCAA Division One ruling. Uh, I'm not sure how it rules for for D2, but um, for Division One, that is that is the rule. Um, and as far as I know, there are no D2 schools playing right now either. Sorry about that. Looks like a we had a couple of wind gusts there, and my phone just cut out, man. Um, but yeah, I, 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 lightning lightning's hitting hard down here as well. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, North Charleston, so yeah, it was just weird. It just, but the winds got up pretty good here. But um, 
so yeah, we discussed that it wasn't just a, a Coach Cad, Chadwell rule or Coastal rule. That's all of Division One. Um, but some of the other things, like you said, you know, with the whole uh, we can't. First of all, explain to the 2022s, you know, when, what that 9-1-2020 uh, or, or the, yeah, that 9-1-2020 date meant because a lot of guys are sitting around. They, you know, feel like that other kids have been hearing from coaches and stuff. But, you know, really that 9, that September 1 date kicked in. Uh, what was the significance of that? Absolutely. So that is the first date that we can directly contact um, rising juniors. So on September 1st of your junior year, you know, for, for 23s listening because, you know, everybody's reaching out via Twitter and texting and calling. Um, it's September 1st of your junior year is when you can begin getting contacted by, by college coaches. It's not you can call them. They can call you. They can text you. They can DM you on Twitter. Now, um, obviously, I know how that was being a recruit. Uh, when September 1st came my junior year, um, I didn't receive a text call, whatever. Um, you know, I didn't receive my first recruiting call until uh, after my senior football season. So uh, don't ever compare your recruiting to somebody else's because that's, that's the thief of joy right there. Comparison will, um, you know, it'll put you down in the dumps. It'll, it'll make you miss the, the important parts of high school football, which is um, actually playing the game and, and getting to be surrounded by your fellow teammates, the people you grew up with, the coaches that, I've known you since you were in Pee Wee, but um, obviously this year it's going to be a little bit different uh, without seeing people in person. Uh, we're, we're trying to reach out to as many guys as possible, and um, guys are DMing us pretty pretty consistently, and you know, having online classes, kids have a little bit more free time than they usually would. Um, so, you know, it takes time to kind of go through all those messages and stuff like that, so if you're not getting responded to or you're not getting reached out to right now, don't just shut down and say, uh, well, that school's not interested. You know, it could be coming in a week or so, you know, because uh, recruiting's hard. Recruiting's hard. F- figuring out who you want and who's the, who are the guys you're going to be talking to and spending a lot of time with. And you're going basically based off just sophomore film, freshman, sophomore film. So don't, uh, don't, don't compare your journey to somebody else's because it'll, it'll put you in a, in, a, in a bad place just kind of mentally just thinking about other people's recruiting. Yeah, now, and, and something that we hit you guys up from Southern Sports Central a couple, uh, probably right after the 9-1, and that was what kind of triggered my, my next topic with you was, you know, uh, about a couple of years ago, I know you guys were kind of brand new to the system up there. You guys had uh, come up from Charleston Southern, or at least I'm not sure if you were on the staff. I know your brother, uh, Willie, the offense coordinator was, and Coach Chadwell. Uh, for about two or three years ago, uh, perceptually, I'll say perceptually because it may have been other reasons, but it seemed that, you know, a lot of guys felt looked over in the state of South Carolina. There were some high school coaches that just kind of was looking at who, who was signed and was like, man, those guys just passed over every kid in South Carolina. Now, I don't want to focus on that. What I want to focus on is let's fast forward to 9-1-2020, that magic date we were just talking about. It seemed to us, and just looking on social media, that you guys just took a blanket and covered the state of South Carolina with the 2022s. I mean, these kids have been putting it out there. And you got, I'll tell you the schedule. So we looked at the first graphic, the beach access. Every yes, player that looked like they had a chance of playing the next level had that in their DMs, was sharing it, was retweeting it. I mean, it was all over. Then you guys Absolutely. pack up. Go to Lawrence, Kansas. 
knock off a Big 12 team. You know, everybody's thinking, well, that's a big celebration. They're probably partying. They're probably getting together, and, and everybody's high-fiving and, and having coffee and having donuts. But here comes the next morning, and everybody's tweeting out this brand-new graphic that you blanketed the state in again, the one where the guy's pointing to the stadium. I mean, yes, sir. I can, it's so impressive because what people don't realize is that, and you can tell us if you want how many people you have, you know, as a quote-unquote recruiting staff, because I've toured other campuses as a coach, taking kids on visits, and I know that Alabama has a staff of close to 80. Clemson had we, 68 we do not have guys. That. <laughs> <laughs> Clemson had 68 guys and girls in the recruiting department. I mean, how do, how do you guys get all this done? So, um, you know, just to kind of explain our recruiting department, it's uh, our director of recruiting is Devin Doyle. He joined us from Army this year. Um, I'm, as I said, I'm the coordinator of player personnel, and Matt Pierce is our coordinator of on-campus recruiting. So it's really a uh, kind of a three-headed uh, recruiting department. Um, and then we have a, a solid base of about 10 to 15 student assistants in the recruiting department. Um, and then we have a, a videographer. Um, his name's Thomas. And then we uh, also have a, an assistant that works with Just Graphics, and her name's Tiffany. And that's pretty much the whole department for us. So you're not looking at um, 60 to 80 people as some of these big schools have. Um, but uh, there, a lot of hours go into that, and we're really blessed here with a staff that realizes how important recruiting is, especially um, on our home turf um, in South Carolina. I was here in, in, in 2017. That was my first year after college. I was a unpaid intern. Um, and it's not that we weren't uh, recruiting those guys in state or, or you know, trying to get some of those guys. You know, we got – we were just simply getting beat on them, and we didn't necessarily have a, a full recruiting department. We uh, At that point, I believe it was one person and um, not many graphics were being made and sent out. And, you know, I think we kind of realized, hey, look, graphics are, graphics are what's making this program uh, – some of these programs out there, you know, Clemson – um, what they put together creative-wise is tops in the country. South Carolina as well. They both have big-time creative media departments, and uh, people notice that stuff. High school kids love that stuff. When they get a graphic, it says, look, this team's got to be interested in here. They're not going to be wasting their time. So um, especially this year, being, being that we can't see these kids in person, we're going off of film um, as these kids are sophomore. We don't want to miss a kid that might be – five nine right now and then by a senior year he's sitting at six one and we're saying wow we knew he was talented but you know his, his height or his weight was an issue three years ago so uh we really wanted to be aggressive with who we're communicating with and if we see any kind of potential maybe a, a kid's a, a longer kid but he's not necessarily developed uh football wise or a kid is developed football wise but he's still waiting to hit that growth spurt or something. We want to be aggressive with them and, and kind of take a different approach than we have in the past where, you know, let's wait till we see their senior year. Uh, I think we, we're, we're creating a brand. Um, our coaches are, are, are aggressive on the recruiting trail where we can start getting on kids a little bit earlier than we have in the past, and we're going to start winning those kids. We're going to start beating out teams in the, the American and other teams in the Sun Belt on, on kids in South Carolina especially. Well, and that's uh, one thing. So, uh, 
it looks like to me as well, you guys are starting to kind of build that brand with the high school coaches as well. You know, I mean, before you basically had, when we're talking Division One, we mean, you know, the big conferences. You guys are up there now in Division One, where, you know, you guys can go to a big bowl game too. And so uh, what are you guys doing? Do you have someone kind of like that high school liaison coach that builds that rapport, gets in so that when high school coaches, they have that freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, kind of have that relationship. Uh, do you guys have somebody like that on staff? Well, uh, we don't have one person. Um, again, we, we kind of rely, a lot of, a lot of staff do have that guy. Um, but our, our position coaches do a real good job. Every single one of our position coaches have an area in South Carolina. So you're looking at 11 full-time guys um, with areas in South Carolina. And, you know, their job is to create a relationship with those coaches. Our, our, our goal is to get into every single school in the state. And, you know, obviously every recruiting period, it's not, not that easy. There, there's more than, more than 11 schools, obviously, in South Carolina. But, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get into every single school and not just to go in there and say, all right, well, we went into this school, um, you know, check. But we, we really want to go in and talk to a coach and provide to them whatever they need. If they, if they want some kind of practice film for us or um, if they want to come and, come and watch practice, we want to be open doors to those guys because, you know, really there's kids where their high school coach is looked at as a, as a father figure or something like that, and they're going to help them make the decision. And, and across the board, high school coaches uh, have been in, really important for us because that's going to be the first call we make. We're not going to offer a kid without talking to the head coach because the head coach knows the kid better than we can learn them in a couple of text messages and, and a phone call because – you can put on a good face, but a, a head coach that's been around you for a year, two years, three years is going to know you a lot better than, than we will. And, you know, if we create a good relationship with them, they're going to be straightforward. They're going to be honest with us. And, and that's, that, that's our goal. Yeah, and those high school coaches are going to give you your first coach-to-coach evaluation of those guys too. Uh, because, Absolutely. you know, I, I feel like most high school coaches know if they sell you on a bad dude, it's going to make them look bad and hurt Absolutely. their program going Absolutely. forward when you come back looking for the next dude, man. Um, so no going on the high school kids, uh, and, and, you know, I, I love it that you guys are digging in for the long haul and a lot of players, like you said, some that can develop, whether it be physically or in the game. Uh, for, for guys that are reaching out, and I'm not trying to blow you up with more than you can handle, but uh, how, how do guys that say, hey, you know, I think I have a shot of playing for, for, uh, for Coach Corn or for Coach Chadwell and those guys up there, you know, it's a school I'm really interested in. I'd love to represent my state. I think I have that talent. My coach, I talked to my coach, and he thinks I have that type of talent. Uh, how do they get their eyes on, uh, or, or get them on your radar, you know, to kind of get that chance to at least kind of get that evaluation or maybe a second look? Absolutely. So um, my, my DMs are never turned off, and I don't believe Devin Doyle's or, or Matt Pierce's. Um, we're not going to be guys that – that turn our direct messages off because you never know when a kid that's been completely overlooked is going to shoot you a message or anything like that. Um, and, you know, just, just for, for my comparison is I, I went to Burns high school. I played, um, I was an all state receiver, didn't get any offers. I had a bunch of D two offers and uh, went to gray military, which was a post-grad in Columbia at the time and still had nothing. I sent over 700 emails and I saved every email where I got a response. I got eight total responses. And, um, you know, one of them was Brandon Streeter when he's at Richmond. And I always remember that because it, 
it meant a lot. So I don't ever want to be a guy who closes off to recruits um, because I'm getting hit up too much. So, you know, that's a, that's a blessing. So um, if a kid thinks that they can play at, at Coastal Carolina, you know, shoot us a message or um, even better is having their head coach call their area recruiter because those guys have relationships with each other um, better than I have a relationship with, with the head coach. They've been in that school. They've talked to that coach before. Um, and, and if the head coach believes in you and he's willing to put his name on the line for you, that's going to say a lot to our coaches um, because they, they don't want to waste their time. And like you said, they don't want to create a relationship where um, we're coming in to recruit and we're saying uh, this coach has sold me on, you know, 50 guys on their roster. Um, and, you know, they, they got a couple guys that can play for us and stuff like that. So, you know, they, they have a reputation to uphold as well. Um, and we, we've, we've been very thankful for, for the South Carolina State coaches because the relationship we built, a lot of these guys come out to our practice. A lot of these guys reach out throughout the season and, and stuff like that. So uh, the best way is to either DM us, email us, or, or get that head coach to talk to the area coach. All right, man. And uh, so I'm, I got one more question, and then Richie finally joined us. He had a little mishap. Uh, he was driving through the storm and almost got whacked by a tree. Uh, so, but he's home. Yeah, he made it to the studio safely, and he's patiently <laughs> waiting because he's got some important questions for you as well. But um, so this year, I'll say actually, you know, I, I don't want to say because I, I don't want to certainly imply or put any words in your mouth about 2021s. I know a lot of people think that the 2021s, especially at the Division One level, may be a foregone conclusion, except for a few that just kind of bust out this season. Um, yeah. Looking at the 2022 class, uh, what positions are you guys looking for specifically, or are there you know specific positions like you know we're looking at taking a uh, quite a big receiver group or a DB group, or you know we're always looking for that superstar running back quarterback. You know we're looking for special Absolutely. teams guys. So what you looking Absolutely. for, Coach? So with uh, with 2022, and really with every class, um, it's going to be consistent. We're always going to be looking for offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and and really uh, speed in any form you can get it. Uh, and I think that's probably pretty consistent around the country, but especially for us, where we're trying to build this program, the it, it starts in the trenches, especially in the Sun Belt, where you're going to face some really good offensive line, you're going to face some really good defense, and there's going to be a lot of speed in this conference every single year. So those those three things are, are things we're going to be looking for every single class. Um, we obviously have a blueprint of what we want our scholarship numbers to be, but at the same point, um, you can kind of wiggle, hey, we're, we're going to take three offense linemen this year, and then a big-time player says, hey, I, I want to join. All right, well, we're going to take four this year then, you know. So um, there, there's, a, there's a, a set number for each of those, each position, but again, we're not going to be rigid and turn away a good player just because it says a piece of paper says, Hey, we're not taking this player this year. We're not taking that position this year. You can't turn away talent if you want to build a program and, and stockpiling talent's a pretty good thing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Richie, I think you're uh, joined us in, man. I'm going to turn him over. I know you had a couple questions for uh, coach Corn. Hey, coach Corn, Richie Alvin, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Well, I'm a lot better, man. I tell you, I'll, I'll save the Surviving story for the later. But yeah, I'm I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed and uh, a little stressed, but I'm here. So first of all, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us here on the network and and to just educate our listeners, our players, and their parents, and anybody. Maybe there's a mentor that needed to be 
you know, uh, educated on the process of, of this whole thing called recruiting because you don't know until you know, and a lot of people, well, they just don't know because things do change from year to year. I was fortunate enough to be a college athlete, and I know you yourself as well. So we've seen the growth in it multiple ways, uh, some good and some bad. And uh, being from Myrtle Beach, by the way, I graduated from Soxie in 1997, man. So, hey, yes, keep doing sir, what Myrtle you're doing beach on the life. beach, man. You, that's it, man. Y'all are balling at the beach, and now you're, you're balling yes, in sir. Kansas. So. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, great, great job. Man. One state at a time. <laughs> that's right. Hey, look, I appreciate it. But, yeah, the, the biggest thing that, that we talk about on here is, is, again, educating our parents as much as educating our players. Because there is a lot of single moms out here, maybe a few single dads doing it. And I need them to understand it from a guy like you. And I tell them all the time is that why, yes, you guys are watching their social media. You're watching what they tweet, what they post, what they say. I get that. But in this day and age, and the lack of ability to get in the house and get them on campus, you guys are going every way you can. And it's all through social media to really investigate not just the kid, but the parent. Because you don't just get the kid, right? You get the helicopter parent. You get the lawnmower parent. And, and, and the aggressive parent. I mean, you can kind of label them all out. They've all got their own labels. So how important and how much do you look at mom and dad on Facebook? And, and just to say, for example, what if there's a young man who has the same name as his father, like me, if my son's name was Richie Altman Jr., but you go in and look up Richie Altman, you see my page first, right? I mean, that's the first, yep. I guess, impression that you're going to give off. So can you talk a little bit to the parents that are listening and how important it is that they do what they say they want their kids to do going forward? Absolutely. Um, you, you, you want supportive parents, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all. Like, you, you want parents and, and guardians and stuff like that to be as supportive as they can of, this, of the player's dream and, and that stuff, but also remember that it is the, um, it's the player's journey. And I'm very fortunate. My dad does not understand social media at all. Um, you know, he, he's actually on the Twitter world, but I think he has 12 total tweets. Um, but just, you know, it's, it's the kid's process and, you know, a lot of parents want to get involved and, 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 and shoot out the, the huddle film and, and promote. And, and that's awesome. You, you appreciate that. And we appreciate that because, you know, sometimes you might miss a kid and then his, you know, dad, mom, stepmom, grandparent, whoever, um, tweets out their film and whoa, it just jumps in front of you because, you know, social media works that way sometimes, but, um, at the same point, if you're going to be, you know, the advocate for a player, you don't want to, you know, 20 DMs a day to the same coach or, or, or something like that, because then I kind of, you know, it might be great messages, really message you appreciate, but at the same time, it's, oh, I just got another message from this person. I got another one. So um, always remember that it is the, it is the student athletes process and it's their journey. And, um, you know, don't don't take away the 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 enjoyment of their journey by putting pressure on it or 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 hindering it. Um, but again, a supportive parent, a supportive guardian is always important in the process, and we always appreciate um, conversating with the parents um, because you kind of get a, a view of potentially what that student athlete could become. And um, you know, I think the relationship between the parents and, and coaches is important, uh, but it also can be a be a negative thing as well if it if it turns that way. Now, Coach, the other thing that I, that I try to hone in with these young athletes is have a plan, right? You always want to have a plan going forward in education, and that's something up at Coastal. You guys are incredible. I mean, different departments are leading the country in certain things. You know, how much have you seen with this class? It seems like it wasn't 
not that it wasn't a big deal for us growing up or for me growing up in the 90s, but these kids now are coming in with 4.5 GPAs, and they're already looking at doing certain majors as, a, as early as a sophomore. You know, how important is it for them to have that game plan as they start their process to looking at the school that they need to go to as far as furthering their education as much as their athletics? Absolutely. So, um, you know, just a little promotion out there for Coastal Carolina. We're, we're one of the top five teams in the country of having graduates still playing. So still having years to play. So um, if you come in with a plan at, at Coastal Carolina, you should graduate early and start your master's. And, and free education is the best education. Um, so if you, can, if you can get two degrees, you can get a degree and a master's. Um, I mean, an undergrad and a master's, you, you, you're, you're stealing basically at that point. Um, you know, if you're, if you're doing all that on a, on a scholarship, that's, that's the life. But for anywhere, um, I, I was one of those guys that had no idea what I wanted to do. I changed my major three times in college and graduated with a degree that really um, says all I can do is be a college football coach, which is okay, but um, not the dream. So um, having a plan is a big thing, uh, especially – when it's getting paid for, um, if you can go in and knock it out in three years, like, like you should be able to, um, especially at coastal and then start your, your, your next degree or, or your master's, you're just ahead. You're ahead. And if you're already getting that education paid for, why not try to get as, as much education as you possibly can, because that's going to carry you a lot further than, than the sports world ever could. Live right now with uh, coach Colton Corn from coastal Carolina coaches, Eugene again. Uh, so, like you were talking about some of that academics. Now, for people, you know, players and parents and coaches that are tuning in that just really hadn't gotten a whole lot of information, which, you know, if you if you hadn't gotten a lot of information, it's out there for you to get. And this is the guy, definitely Coach Corn, to give it to you. It'll help you along your journey. Uh, with those academics and things, I mean, you guys are the full Division One, 85 scholarship type team. You know, you have a major university there, a research university. Um, talk a little bit about – I'll let you give your recruiting spiel or your recruiting pitch on the, the academic side of things for a second. And then uh, I'm going to let you roll because I know you guys got a big game only in two days. You're not playing on Saturday this week. you got a big game on Friday night. Yes, sir. So, um, academics at Coastal, I'll tell you this. Specifically for the recruits is don't start slow in school. Obviously, there's, there's going to be people who, who listen and, you know, they're already starting their junior, senior year. That's great. Um, but for the parents who are listening, you want that, that freshman year, sophomore year um, to be big. You don't want a, a kid that goes into the system as a potential non-qualifier going into their junior year because it's really hard to, to really sit down and watch a film on a kid and listen to him tell you how dedicated he is and, um, you know, a head coach is going to, hey, this kid's really talented, but he started slow. Um, you really don't want to hear that because you're also getting recruited against, in, in, in all reality, you're getting recruited against Georgia kids, Florida kids, North Carolina kids. Um, you know, and like I said, we recruit across the, across the map. So uh, don't start slow in school. Um, that's the most important thing. But as far as coastal academics, um, our grad school programs are special. Um, our business school is one of the tops in the country. Um, it's got the same accreditation as the Ivy League schools, and you know that's one of the the, the main pools as, as far as the school and, and academics. Um, and my my favorite is um, what is it called? It's the it's the underwater science. I don't, I don't know the name of it, but um, we have our own we have our own Marine island. Marine science, Coastal Coach. Carolina does. 
uh, yeah. the marine people science, go and uh, marine science, marine biology. There we go. Um, but that's where you know we have an island where guys go and do study, and uh, guys and girls go and do their studying, and and really get in the water and learn all that stuff. So uh, academics is special. We also have our academic coordinator, uh, Miss uh, Maggie. She's actually in our office, uh, in the football office. So she is uh, surrounded by the coaches, helping everybody out. Our tutoring is, is special. Uh, like I said, you, you can come to Coastal and graduate in three years. Uh, we're going to put every, every resource out there that we can to help you. Um, as far as we have an academic meeting every single Friday at 1 o'clock, we talk about every player's academics. And if you need help in this class, then we're going to get you help. Um, and we know what, if you, if you miss class, we know if you, um, did bad on a test or something like that. And we try to find a way to, to, to get it fixed or, or talk to the professor and see how we can, how we can get you better going forward. So, uh, we have a staff that, that is focused on academics. So it's not going to slide. You're, you're not going to slide in your classes. You're not going to sit in the back. Um, and I think that's important because you can go to colleges where, uh, football is going to be the most important thing, and and that's just not the case at Coastal. We we want to grow and develop good young men. Um, you know, our, our our one of our phrases is "Bam, be a man," and you know specifically in the classroom and and who you are outside of the classroom, you're you're going to develop in those in those in those facets of your life. So uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna do everything we can to get you graduated as quick as possible, as soon as possible, and um, and then we're going to start working towards that next degree because, like I said, getting two degrees is better than getting one degree, especially if they're paid for. So um, that's kind of my recruiting pitch on the academic side. Um, then on the football side, you, you're, you're starting to witness it. You're starting to see what we did against Kansas. It was great and all that. Um, but we got our sights set on bigger things now, um, starting with Kansas tomorrow at 730 on ESPN. We're, we're super excited to be on national television again. And then, um, after Campbell, we, we're starting conference, and uh, we we want to be hitting on all cylinders when we uh, when we take on Arkansas State in two weeks. Well, well, Coach, best of luck to you Friday night. I know you told me uh, off the air uh, you were going to try to listen into some of these 2022s make their pitch. I got some ballers in lined up for you. I got a, one of the guys that was one of the leading receivers, a position you played, and oh by the way, he's from the same area you grew up in. Uh, we have a wet, uh, east side receiver coming on here shortly, uh, so stay tuned. I got some O-line and I got some D-line, some big ballers lined up. Some of these guys you've already sent graphics to. Uh, they heard you were going to be on. I told them, you know, they're going to make their pitch for the uh, east-west uh, junior all-star uh, showcase game in December. I told them that uh, you're going to do your best to try to listen in to some of them. Just check the phone lines, and it is lit up ever since I said, Absolutely. I'd be listening in, buddy. So hey, if you can I'll, listen, be, I'll be on here. I'm going to leave you on. In. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to hit them up. I'm going to start getting these guys rolling. I told them the format, guys, I know you guys can hear me. So the format's going to be this. I want you to come in. I wanted you to give your name, your height, your weight, positions played, your high school, your head coach's name. You want to drop some stats. If you're a receiver, let, me get, let us know how many catches. Let us know how many yards, how many touchdowns. Uh, if you push a weight to your O-line, D-line guy, linebacker, running back, you want, doesn't matter if you're a skill guy. You want to talk about your weight. Let's talk about what you push and what you squat, what you bench, what you high jump, what you vertical, uh, you know, whatever you want to share. You've got five minutes to pitch yourself to the East-West uh, Junior Bowl game. 
Uh, like I said, Coach Corn, you just heard it from the man himself. He's got his ear pods in. Uh, pitch yourself. Sell yourself, guys. Do it the right way. But you want to talk about the GPA, that's important. Here's the thing. I want you to go on to our social media, to the Twitter. If you want to go on there, that's going to be your best bet. We don't have to blow the man's uh, DMs up with uh, three or four representations of yourself. You can tag everything there. If your Twitter is like it should be, like we told you to make it, where you have all of your information in one nice, neat little package where a coach can go on there and look at it, click to your huddle, click to your, you know, your, your stats and things like that and find out you know, your email address, your phone number, and stuff like that. Better be on there. But if I tell you what, before you put that, post that tweet, before you put that information out there, you might want to scroll down one more time. Just make sure there's nothing on there. Coach shouldn't see because uh, that's a no-no. He'll tell you real quick, they're looking for guys to cut because they have a lot of talent pushing down the door. So if there's a thing that they kind of gives them that hesitation, that risk, you might be the guy that they say, well, I don't really like that. That kind of scared me off a little bit. But, uh, Coach, I'm letting you go, man. I know you'll uh, get ready for Friday night. I know you have the ear pod in, but I'm going to bring these guys in and let's get this thing rolling. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. On behalf of Miss V, uh, Southern Sports Central, Richie, the South Carolina Blitz, and all the guys, Mr. Brown, all they do throughout the state. Again, we appreciate the love, what you're doing. We certainly respect what you've done and what you guys are building over there. Thank you guys so much for having us. And, hey, go Shants. All right, guys, you just heard from Coach Corn. He's going to be listening in. Uh, we're going to let him roll here in a second. We're going to let him get off. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a two-second break. i got to get another Gatorade or something. got to uh, wet the throat. We're going to come back in. Devery, I believe I got you up first. We're going to start pulling you guys in and hear from the 2020s. Give me uh, 15, 20. Hey, guys, we're live uh, here well, on Southern Sports Center. I'm going to kick in with you real quick, Eugene, uh, and uh, kind of give you a little bit of an opportunity to uh, to grab that Gatorade, man. i got to be honest with you, man. You did a great job there with uh, Coach Corn. I know we got the board loaded up, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, got myself positioned here to kind of fall back, help you out where it needs to be tonight. But it's going to be a loaded show. So for the next two hours, listen up. If you are, and I know we've got somebody getting ready to come in here, Eugene, in just a second, so – Young man, just give us about 30 seconds. We're going to come to you next. If you are looking to give yourself a chance, and I'm saying there's a chance that you can get the coach in the West or the coach in the East to hear what you're about, and then we'll get the highlights from last year to him or whatever we can to him so that he can have an opportunity to look at you. Tonight is your night. This night is all about you. Of course, you're listening to the South Carolina High School Blitz Sports Show, of course, right here on the Southern Sports Central Network. This V is out tonight. Eugene is stepping up. And I, of course, join forces to make sure if there's anything I can do because there will be a lot of chatter in the next two hours. I know at 8 o'clock, Coach McCoy, the new head coach over at James Island, is going to time in with us, Eugene. So, Eugene, I'll let you take it away as uh, we are going to be live for the next two hours with all the class of 22. Okay, Mr. Cagle, you got the floor, man. Uh, you heard the format, so I'm going to let it turn it over. 
Uh, if you if miss anything because you didn't have a chance to write down those notes, maybe I was speaking too quickly, uh, I'll, I'll just do a re- quick recap. So it's name, height, weight, positions played, high school, head coach's name, some stats, some weights lifted, whatever you want to share. Give us your five-minute pitch for your uh, for the East-West for uh, the college recruiters listening. Uh, yes, sir. First off, I want to just say thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here tonight. My name is Devery Cagle, and I'm a junior at Eastside High School in Taylor, South Carolina. Sophomore year, I was 5'10", 160 pounds, and now at the start of junior year, I'm up to 6'1", 175 pounds. Position-wise, I'm a nationally ranked kicker and punter, and a skilled wide receiver as shown by my sophomore year stats, where I led the 4A 2022 class in yards, touchdowns, and receptions with 516 yards, 40 receptions, and three TDs. Overall, I'm one of the most versatile players in the state with my ability to kick, punt, and play receiver. And as far as references, my head coach is Andre Wilcock at Eastside High School. And I kick with Dan Orner up in Charlotte, North Carolina. And my wide receiver trainer is Bobby McGowan. All right, big man. So that's probably, since you know the head coach there, <laughs> the, the uh, junior bowl game, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, if he's got all the information to film, he could, he could dream of uh, to pick you for that game. Have you heard from him about playing in that junior game? Yes, sir. I've talked to him a little bit. Um, obviously, I still keep it fair and everything. I mean, I know his offense really well in and out, and um, if he keeps the same thing going for the game, I'd love to be able to participate in that and uh, show what I can do. All right. Well, I've met you personally a couple times up in Tennessee and, and over up in Charlotte, actually working with Ann Warner. I've met your father. Uh, so, you know, We've heard about you know who, a little bit about who you are. So talk to us about your classroom, what you hope to study at the next level. Uh, so give us you know uh, why should a high, why should a college coach if he has five minutes to pick up a phone uh, and dial a recruit? Why should they dial you? Why should they reach out to uh, Mr. Cagle and, and offer him five minutes of their time? Well, classroom was uh, last year I had a four point seven GPA and. Um, football and classroom always comes first, obviously. Uh, that's the most important thing in life right now, but followed closer behind that is obviously football. And like I said, I feel like I'm one of the most versatile players in the state. Nobody does what I do in the state that I've seen with being able to kick, punt, and also play receiver. Um, very involved with Coles kicking, everything like that, getting ranked, getting um, with Dan as well. And then receiver-wise, like I said, Led the 4A 2022 class in yards, touchdowns, and receptions. And on-field production, I feel like I'm one of the most dependable wide receivers in the state. And that's why I feel like I'm, I should be looked at at the collegiate level. Well, no doubt, man. I appreciate your time. and uh, Thank you for that pitch. You've done very well to represent yourself. I know Miss B's listening as well. And she said, you know, she wanted to hear what you guys had to say. She wanted to hear those pitches because there's something that they need to work on, you know, that you can reach out to the high school blitz and uh, they'll help you guys kind of pinpoint some things to kind of get better at some of those. Uh, but you did very well. I'm very proud of you. Um, and I tell you, looking forward to seeing you at the next level. I think you are a baller. I think you're one of those athletes that could play a multitude of positions, man. I uh, thank you for your time. Uh, if you heard earlier what we were talking about with uh, Coach Corn, you know how to reach out to him. You guys know how to find him. If you want to, you can get, jump in there on that tweet and tag, you know, your link as long as you're, uh, you know, I, I believe I've been on your Twitter page. It links to all your film, your, you know, all your school information, your high school head coach's information. Make it a little easy for the guys 
that, uh, you know, trying to do their evaluations. Um, so if you do that, you'll be square on that. And with us, again, thank you for your time. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Good, good luck uh, this coming week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, without further ado, we're going to roll on again <clears throat> to the 843. Uh, I believe this is uh, Mr. DeVoe. You're on with us, James? Yes, sir. All right, James, you're on. Uh, you got five minutes, buddy. I think you've heard some of the pitches here. Uh, pitch yourself, what you got, who you are. Talk to us. Tell us, tell us, tell us why uh, Coach should pick up that phone call and call you as opposed to some other guy. Yes, sir. I'm James DeVoe, 2022. I was an FBU All-American. I played in the Carolina Bowl. I put a big part last year on the D-line. I feel like I'm a hard worker. I'm very dependable. And this year, I'm, I'd say I'm one of the best D-linemen, and I play a pivotal, a pivotal role in this year's D-line in our scheme and stuff. And so – that's why I think that colleges should look at me and why I really want to play on the collegiate level. All right, buddy. Well, uh, you gave us your height. Give it. I mean, you gave us your name. Give us your height, your weight. Uh, you push. What you push in the weight room? Some uh, some benches, some squats. Uh, talk to us about what's the name of your high school, your head coach's name, and if uh, you're vying for that junior all-star game. Yes, sir. Um, coaches Joe Call. I'm 6'3". I'm 260 now. I'm pushing max bench, 240, max squat, 415, max power clean, 260. So I think that I'm pushing some pretty good weight for my grade and my position. Also, um, yeah, Coach O, Jennifer, Nominal job. I feel like definitely I think I should des- I deserve to be in this game. I really want to be in this game. I had looking, at really the good si- looking at the academic side, uh, what's your GPA? And if you're uh, looking at the next level, if you're looking at one of the uh, schools where you want to go play ball and take your talents to the next level, what talents do you take into the classroom? Uh, what's your high school GPA and what are you planning on studying at the next level if you know? I'm, I have a 3.7 GPA right now, and I'm not 100% what I want to do, but I think I want to be in marketing and advertising. Okay. Gotcha. And so I would definitely want to play. Yes, sir. And I would definitely want to play for Coastal, Citadel, Wofford, a bunch of these FCS schools, really good programs. I think I play a really good part in the program and being on the collegiate level. Okay, but is there anything else that you want to leave out of here uh, before you take off and we move on to the next guy? I think I need, I think I said what I need to say and thank you for having me. No doubt. And I think I did see on Twitter, you already tagged your film and, and Twitter page. So anybody can go there and check out that again, James, thank you for your time. Uh, and and uh, we'll definitely, uh, retweet your stuff and uh we'll see if we can't get it over uh the east coach being that you're at oceanside would be coach smitty he's the head coach at ce murray so he'll definitely get your information as well 
Take care, buddy, and best of luck next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now, Eugene, I'm going to tell you this. For you guys that are listening, I can tell you that both of these coaches that are coaching in this big game coming up in December are listening right now. I personally have been in contact back and forth with uh, some text messages with Coach uh, Smitty, so I know he's sitting there at home and he's listening to what you guys have to say. And, and the best advice I want to give the rest of you guys, Smith, listen, this is what you do every single day. Relax. Be yourself. Calm down. You know, look. Just talk as calmly as you do with the guys in the huddle. That's all we're doing. We're just huddling up right here. You're going to tell Eugene. You're going to tell everybody listening of who you are. There's, there's not a self-pitch really. I, I would say just be confident and tell me who you are. I want to hear what position. I want to hear, you know, what we know the class of it's 22, but we want to hear your strengths, your height, your weight. What do you bring to the table? Why you? What makes you different than the guy that looks just like you, that's built just like you, that can lift as much as you? There's something about you that makes you completely different than anybody else. That's what I want to hear, Eugene. I'll give it back to you, bud. But I wanted to kind of let these young men know that the coaches are listening. But still. Yeah, no doubt. That's an interesting point, man, is that (laughs) – you know, and for some of them, it is. It's a first-time interview. A lot of people haven't been on sure. the show. That's something that we've done, you know, to bring guys in. Uh, and they've had that little bit of opportunity to, you know, kind of prep with us before they came on the show and kind of, you know, kind of relax. You know, it's a little bit longer. The little pressure is on this time, you know. And that's kind of what they do is they do have to perform under pressure. So that's kind of where a lot of people want to see this go. They want to see how these guys come in, you know, how do they, you know, perform when they have that five minutes and they know that, Hey, I got to sell me and I got to think about covering this, that, and the other. And right. many of them, this is a brand new experience. They have never been on before. They've never had an interview. They've never had to sell themselves, market themselves. And so I think it's a great opportunity to kind of put a little pressure on. Might be a good opportunity to put a little pressure on before next Friday night when a lot of pressure is put on. So, uh, we'll right. definitely, man, I hope, I hope guys are definitely listening in. Um, uh, you know, and I tell you what, we could if, if we have, uh, the coaches, they can certainly come on as well and tell guys kind of what they're looking for if they're up to doing that. I know we've got a bunch of people well, we, on the line, a bunch of people on hold, so we can definitely do that. Um, and I can actually go back over and line up the next guy, see who we got. we got a lot of callers on, on the line, so I just need to reshuffle them. Right. So, so the thing is, guys, and here's another thing. And, again, we're getting ready to go back to the guys listening in. We're building up. You know, uh, all of you guys in class of 22, you're on the clock for the next, uh, what is it now, hour and, and almost a half. It's all about you guys. So this is your opportunity to get in here. But, again, when you go to an interview, treat it like, you know, you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you, right? You're making sure this is a good fit for you, and this is what you're doing here. Again, it's about confidence. Because when you go to the field on Friday night and almost a week from tomorrow, right, a week from tomorrow you'll be walking on that field, some of you on varsity for the first time. Some of you on varsity for the last two, maybe three years. Depends who you are. But you go out there with confidence. Confidence sell. Be confident. Come on this show. Know who you are. Believe in who you are. You don't have to do anything but just be yourself. And I think that's the best thing. Eugene, let's go ahead to one of the guys. I know we've got an 803 guy getting ready to chime in. All right, 803, who we have? You're yes, up, sir. We can hear you. Oh, how you doing? Uh, I'm Devon Williams. I go to Stone Thurman High School. My head coach is Coach Antoine Hiller. I'm 5'11", 211 pounds. I play middle linebacker and running back. 
Uh, I had a total of 135 tackles and one interception. A couple of my matches, I, my last power clean was 300, and last bench match was 270, squat 415. Got a, and a 3.6 DPA. All right, buddy, you said that's for Strom Thurmond High School. You play for Coach Hillary over there at Strom Thurmond, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, I thought I heard you uh, very well. So, now, uh, you got a couple minutes here, and I know uh, the coaches are listening about the junior game. Uh, is that something that you're vying for, or you just want to give yourself a pitch on, on the collegiate recruiting aspect of this? Uh, I'll probably, yeah, probably play in the game, too, and just to get put out there for the colleges. Okay. Well, if you uh, could say something to Coach uh, uh, Wilcock, who's uh, coaching, he'll, he's the head coach uh, of the Western team representing South Carolina. Uh, why are you a guy that he should pick? Uh, uh, I guess, you know, your guy plays middle linebacker, like you said, and running back. I don't know if there's one of those position, positions you're interested in playing or maybe even both. Uh, why should Coach reach out to you about playing in the junior game? Uh. I just believe that uh, there's nobody on the field that plays as hard as me, gives as much effort as me. You know, I'm not I'm not like a cocky player, but I won't I won't let nobody beat me, outdo me on the field. Like I give it my all. I have a reason to play. No doubt, brother. Well, it sounds like you're uh, one of those guys just kind of shows up, goes to work, and you're not going to beat me. Certainly, 135 tackles last year I means you can find the ball either was all over the field. So uh, give us a little bit of the academic side. So if you're, uh, I assume, and like you said, you want to play at the next level, um, talk to us about, you know, where you are in school, you know, GPA, some of the classes that, that you like, you know, what, if you already know kind of what you're interested in studying at the next level, uh, talk to us a little bit about that as well. Yes, sir. Well, I got a 3.6 GPA. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what I want to go to college for and major in, but I like, probably want to own my own business or marketing or something like that. Okay. Well, uh, you're heading to your junior year, so you still have some time to figure that out, man. Like, I I started out in college on a completely different university with a completely different major than what I ended up. So, you know, that's not a big deal. You know, the the big thing is finishing, man, getting that piece of paper in your hand because that's something nobody can take away from you. That's something that – Everybody in your family are certainly looking forward to that day when you graduate high school and then when you get that uh, degree from one of the great universities out there. So um, looking forward to this season, I know you guys are in a, a pretty uh, good region over there in 4A ball. Uh, like you said, you had a bunch of tackles. Was last year, your first of all, let me ask you this. Was last year your first year starting for varsity? Uh, my ninth, my ninth day, it was like I started – it was a lot of older guys, but last year was like my really major time starting. Okay, and I thought I heard you correctly. It was a little bit muffled at first. Uh, you said you're about five eleven and two what? Uh, five ten, two eleven, two hundred eleven pounds. Okay, five ten, two hundred eleven pounds. Uh, middle linebacker, running back. We got you on the board, buddy. If, when you get off air, what I want you to do is I want you to get over to our Twitter page. And I know your coach knows where to find it. I think you might have been on it earlier. Uh, you need to go over to your Twitter page, and you need to make sure all that information, how coaches reach you, how they find you, a link to your film, all that's right on there. Make it one nice little package and put that on the, you know, go ahead and respond to the tweet we had out there earlier so that the coaches 
so Coach Wellcook can see it, so Recruiter can see it. Um, but, you know, you need to sell yourself. So we got your five-minute pitch. Now we need you to get over there and put your information out so Coach can go find it. So you promise me you do that, we're good to go. Okay, buddy? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I thank you for your time. Man, good luck at practice this week. Good luck to your first game uh, next Friday night. Thank you. Have a nice one. You too. So, uh, Richie, we're going to keep this going. I got another 843 in here. All right. Uh, 843, who do we have? You have uh, Will Goss from Oceanside Collegiate Academy. We got another one from Oceanside Collegiate. Will Goss, big Will, offensive lineman. You must have seen the tweet that uh, Coach Corn was looking for some big offensive linemen. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, you've been listening in. So, I'm going to turn it over to you, and I'm going to let you give your pitch not only to uh, – Coach Corn may be listening in, but other recruiters as well, and as well as Coach Smitty, who's a head coach for the junior East team for the state of South Carolina for the Junior Bowl. I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you very much. So my name is Will Goss. I go to Oceanside Collegiate Academy. I'm 6'1", 270, and I play O-line and a little bit of D-line, and I got a 4.0 GPA, and I'm the team captain for this year, or one of four team captains for this year. No doubt, man. Well, uh, it sounds like you've got a pretty good GPA. You've got some good size. Um, so you said you play O-line, D-line. Uh, so what do you got? What are you pushing in the weight room? Are you a weight room monster? Are you a guy that shows up when the coaches tell you to? Uh, is that something that you really enjoy getting in there and pushing the weight? I love being in the weight room all day. Today I hit a 315 on bench. And then I, um, for squat, the most I've done is about, I think, 265 to 3. And then for clean, I was repping out 285 for three. That I, We haven't maxed in a little while, so I, I don't know what my maxes are, but I know that's the best I've done. So give us some stats. You're a guy I know uh, who is a starter for varsity as a 10th grader. Uh, give us some stats uh, if you have any you're willing to share, if you have the numbers in front of you. So uh, I had 20, 28 pancakes and 25 knockdowns last year. And um, – I just – I love playing O-line. <laughs> you just get to move people and put them on the ground. So, uh, where are you at on the offensive line? Are you got to play a certain position or you got to move all around? Well, I can play I, – I play whatever. I usually switch from left to right guard. I'm, I usually play guard. And this year I've been working on playing a little bit of center. They need me going there. But we got two great guys. We've got Mickey Lee and Zach Champagne. But if someone goes down, i got to be ready to go for the center too. I got you. And so uh, one of the questions we've been asking guys, I know you said you had a pretty good GPA. Uh, what are you looking for studying at the next level? Um, because it's not always about football. It's about getting that piece of paper. Uh, so do you have something in mind, a degree or a major or something like that, or, or an interest that you're looking to pursue uh, once you uh, graduate from high school and move on to the next level? I would like to look at uh, something with business or uh, something like that, or maybe something in uh, finance, like managing stocks and stuff like that. I've been interested in that, and um, but I'm not exactly sure what major I want to choose yet, but some some in that kind of area. Well, I, I appreciate your time, buddy. If there's anything else, uh, uh, I think we've covered everything, but you can let me know if there's anything else you want to put out there to kind of say, as, hey, give, Will, give, give uh, Will a call instead of another guy, Coach, because I think you'll – be uh, five minutes worth spent. Uh, so I'll go ahead and let you do that. And then um, I want you to, as soon as you get off the phone with us, 
go over to that Twitter page, man. It's so valuable. And uh, make sure your Twitter is uh, uh, in a line and, and got all your information in one nice little spot so coaches can find it and go ahead and tag that with uh, all your information. But I'm going to give you a uh, chance here like I have the others to, uh, you know, sell yourself. Why should, why should a coach call Will? Well, I, I always work hard, and I'm a quick learner. I learn I learn offenses quickly, and I can. This year, I have to learn a new defense because we got a new defense coordinator, and so I I learned that pretty quickly. And I just I love grinding. I love being in the weight room. It's my one of my favorite times of the day, and I love getting out on the practice field and having to hype everyone up for practice. It's it's always fun getting out there, getting ready to work, and I'm I'm really happy because we actually have games coming up now, so I actually get to hit someone else instead of my teammates all practice. <laughs> That's good to know, man. Maybe not for those other guys, but uh, maybe for your teammates <laughs> there. All right, man. Well, uh, take care, buddy. Uh, have a safe rest of your week. Uh, good luck next Friday in your first game. But uh, like I said, do that. Get over to the Twitter and uh, put on your information so coaches can find it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, Will. Thank you very much. Have a nice night. All right, guys. We, hey, uh, I would say one thing real quick to Gene, man. Yep. That, that you – you know, we look a lot about the, the, the public schools, and, and, I, and, you know, we see a lot of what, you know, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2As, and, and, and all that. And I know Skeezer's got some gamers over there. But when you look at these charter schools, you know, like Gray Collegiate, like you see there at Oceanside, Oceanside's got some big dogs over there. And, and that's something I told Coach Call when he took that opportunity over there and now is the head coach running that program and doing a great job, looking forward to him doing some big things. But he's got some big dudes to do it with. I mean, Jacob Ashley, he's one of those guys. There's so many – other guys that I know that are coming up to be ju- that are current juniors right now, and uh, you, you already hear in, in this young man's voice very well. You know, uh, thought about calling in what he was going to say. He had a stats ready. That's huge. Preparation equals success. Yeah, and I've known him for a while. Um, you know, it, it's no secret I was on the staff for for three years, um, and you know, Will's just that guy. You know, he's the guy that. You, know, you you see his mom, and she's been the team mom for two years, and you meet his parents, and they're very nice people, and they live in a very uh, a beautiful home, and everything so, you know, manicured, and you see him coming out of the weight room, and he's got his torn up shirt on because he's just, you know, he's a screamer in the weight room, and just that kind of guy that turns blood red, and he's covered in sweat, and, you know, he is that, he's that lunch pail guy, that hard worker that's just, you know, never gives up, and, you know, when you're talking about the size, uh, because I've known a lot of those kids for so many years, you know, you're looking at Monroe, who was 6'8", 266 uh, at one tackle position. You mentioned Jacob at 6'5", 305. Will is checking in at 6 feet 260, and yet he's the one that lead, has led the team even with Big Seabuck last year. He led the team with those pancake tackles. Uh, Mickey Lee, David Shelton had asked me about him. Uh, Mickey Lee, the center, 6'2", 280. And then one of the guards, who's the smallest dude on the line, is like 6'1", 265, or, or right around the smallest dude on the line. And then, uh, as Jacob said on the show, he's probably the fastest one that can pull and run. But anyway, those guys, you're right, those guys are big, but uh, we still have some more callers to get to, so we're going to have to move this show along. Okay, Rich? All right, so who we got here from the 864? Hello? 
Hello. Hey, go ahead. Four. We got hey, six four. Who's with us? Eugene, I'm going to catch up with him in the green room. Go ahead and uh, take it away, buddy. Let me let him chew him up. Okay. We're going to move it on then. All right, folks. Well, we had to move it on a little bit. Uh, We had some uh, phones lit up, and so I think we got some guys that may have just been on hold for a while and put it on mute. But uh, here we go. We got the phones lit back up. While Richie's doing that, we're going to jump. We got some more in. From the 843 area, guys, I'm going to pull you in. Uh, go ahead. All right, who we got? 843, who we got? Yes, sir, you're on. Hey, this is Ryan Berger. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Bob? I'm not sure if you were listening earlier and kind of got the format. So what you're going to do, again, you've already given us your name. So I want you to come on and give us your height, your weight. What positions you play, what high school you attend, your head coach's name. You want to share some stats, whether it be on the field or in the weight room. Uh, we want to hear about your GPA or academics and what you want to say at the next level. So basically the format here is we'll give you a few minutes to kind of sell yourself. You want to sell yourself to guys at the next level that may be recruiting, maybe looking out for some athletes, some ballers, or if you want to sell yourself as well, to one of the coaches from the East and West for the Junior Bowl. If you want to have a chance to play in that all-star game, the coaches are listening in. Uh, they're following along to see what guys may be out there wanting to play for them. And then at the end of the show, when you drop off, I want you to go over to Twitter to the page that the post we put out there earlier and go ahead and tag your page with links to your film. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to you, and I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to let you sell yourself. Let's hear the pitch, buddy. Um, Ryan Berger. I'm six three, one seventy five. I'm a quarterback and I go to Myrtle Beach High School. Okay. And so um last year I'm I'm not sure we'll, we'll go over so you're a twenty twenty two guy, um and you're part of that uh team that went to the state championship. So talk to us a little bit about your stats and like I said, uh We'll go ahead and see if we can't get you to promote yourself to, for the junior game and to any recruiters that may be listening. Okay, so um, our starter, Luke Doty, he got hurt in the first round of the playoffs, and then I came in, and then we made the state championship and just came up short a little bit. But it was a it was a great run through the playoffs, through, through a good amount of touchdowns, uh, through a lot of yards. I think I – I handled it well. Um, there was a lot of pressure, but it, I had a great group around me through O-line and the defense, and the, we have really good receivers and special teams too even. We have a really good team that really helped me out. Well, it, sounds, it looks like uh, we just put in one of your teammates there, so we're going to let him work, uh, welcome him in as well. So uh, I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself and uh, – over the same things that you just did. Um, hello, uh, my name is Adam Randall. Uh, I play receiver at Myrtle Beach High School, and I'm a class of 2022. I play receiver. Um, I started my sophomore year at Myrtle Beach High School. Um, I actually got hurt for six games, unfortunately, so and I had 400, 500 yards with 36, 30, no, 31 receptions and three touchdowns. 
But um, this year, hopefully, have, hopefully stay healthy, healthy and have a better season and uh, put up some better numbers. So both of you guys are 2022s, and you're interested in playing on that uh, junior all-star game for the East team and Coach um, Smitty out there. So what I want you to do, again, I'm sure you probably heard the spill. I just want to remind you guys, in case you didn't hear it, when we're done with the show, I need you to go in to that uh, tweet post where we had, you know, the coaches tagged and what we're doing for the next 2022s. I need you to drop in your tweet. It's got your, you know, your Twitter page there. It's got a link to it. It's got your film and everything else. So that if coaches want to reach out, they know how to contact you. They know what your GPA is. They got a link to your film. They know what high school you play for, and all that good stuff. And just uh, just a friendly reminder: you guys sound like stand-up guys, like everybody else been on the show. Just make sure before you do that, you know, you make a little uh, a one last check. Make sure there's nothing on there that nobody should see. Uh, and I'm sure your your coach, we've had him on the show uh, as well. He probably monitors that stuff too. And like I said, I'm not I'm not saying you guys do. Just kind of giving you a warning that. You know, these coaches look for stuff. We had Coach um, for the West on the other night, and he said, hey, you know, I, all these guys are ballers, so I'm looking for guys to cut. So don't don't give anybody any reason to cut, but we definitely need the information, so I need you guys to get on there when you're done. Now, Adam, I'll, I'll let you go second uh, since you joined us the, uh, second. Uh, give us your spiel for uh, why you guys should be picked for the junior game uh, and why a college uh, recruiter should spend his five minutes to pick up the phone and call you as opposed to some other dude, uh, you know, why was those, why is the, are those five minutes valuable to his time to talk to you instead? Um, personally, I feel like that um, that we are great players and that we have a lot to offer to schools. Uh, just with our work ethic and just getting after it, I feel like we can contribute to programs in uh, any ways. Um, so just letting coaches know that if they give the time to call me, it's going to be worth their time, and I'm going to be uh, the best player that I can be at their school, especially if they um, are trying to give me a scholarship to go play at their school. I'm going to get my best effort at any and every day when I get to their school. And um, talking to the coaches from the Junior Bowl, I feel like we're one of the two best uh, prospects in the class of 2020 in South Carolina and North Carolina. So I just feel like um, that we should we should be in one of those, in the selection or in the consideration of the selections for the Junior Bowl uh, this this coming in December. Real quick, I just wanted to, uh, I just got a text message. Um, I don't know if you saw the headline of the tweet that uh, Miss V was uh, a little bit down today. She needs some help, so I covered the show for her and helping out. But she is definitely listening. And I just got a text from Miss V and said. Please tell Adam and Ryan I said hello. So there's your hello from Miss B. So I'll let you guys give a shout out to her because she's definitely listening in to you. Yes, yes, sir. Um, hey, Miss B. Hopefully you're doing well and um, just stay safe during this time. Hey, Miss B. Thanks, thanks so much for for your time and thanks so much for checking on us. Hope you're feeling well. Thank you. All right, guys. That's awesome. I know. She's a hugger, so I know she's uh, feeling that hug love through the phone. Um, so at the next level, what are you guys interested in studying? Is there, is there something that, you know, you're like, hey, man, you know, I really want to go into business or marketing or real estate or I want to be an engineer. So if you're looking uh, out at schools and you're, you know, everybody that comes on has a dream of playing at the next level. But besides playing football, you've got to sit in the classroom. you got to learn something. You know, the goal is to get that degree. So what are you guys interested in studying at the next level? 
Um, I'm definitely interested in studying in business or uh, real estate or in the medical field for sure. I'm really interested. I haven't really decided yet what I really want to focus on, but I'm definitely interested in those three. All right. No, it's your uh, personally, yeah, personally for me, I was hopefully I can go to a school where I can do some type of engineering. Um, that's always been what I wanted to do uh, since I was a little kid. So hopefully I can find a school that matches up with that. And if that doesn't work out, I have a backup plan, and hopefully I'll go into business. And, yeah, that's two things that I would like to do uh, when I got to college, get to college. Awesome. Well, I'm going to bring in Richie. He's, as you guys know, he's from the Myrtle Beach area, played his days at Soccer City. Um, and so he uh, actually is in the room tapping on the glass saying, hey, bring me in. So I'm going to turn him over, uh, turn you guys over to him. Okay. Hey, fellas, what's happening on a, uh, a beautiful Thursday night? We're almost a week away from game time. I mean, you guys got to be pretty excited up there on the Grand Strand, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, right. I'm going to start with you. Excited. I'm going to start with Ryan first, and then I'm going to come over, of course, and, and talk to one of those five-star stud wide receivers up on the Grand Strand trying to uh, continue to do what he does. But, Ryan, first of all, man, thank you for jumping in here tonight. I know you're a big-time class of 22. Uh, you keep doing great things. You keep growing, you keep getting better. It seems like watching you last year, you know, I expect big things this year. You know, that's just how it works. When you do great one year, you know, the expectations go a lot higher the following year, man. But it seems like to me, you know, you're handling this extremely well. I've talked not only to Randall, who's with us tonight, of course, JJ, who's been with us before, but the praises that you get. And then I was back home a couple of weeks ago, man, and I ran into about seven different guys that, that just continue to speak, not only how you handle yourself, on the football field, but it's how you're handling yourself in the community, man. And you're handling the humble part of it uh, extremely well, man. Talk to us a little bit about that because it seems like Myrtle Beach just reloads at this quarterback. Everett Goldston comes to mind, and the gentleman you just mentioned comes to mind. But guess who else is going to be on the mind going forward, and that's you. How are you handling all this excitement and doing as well as you are, man? Well, it's really humbling because we have a great, great fan base, great community, great parents, great staff great principal, Mr. McQuig, and now our new principal, and uh, Ms. Morrow. We, have, we, have, we really have a great support, supporting system at Myrtle Beach for football. Uh, we've had great quarterbacks in the past that I've met that have really just talked to me, and we've established a relationship like Everett Golson, Mitchell Campbell, um, Drayton Arnold, Lawson Cribb, Luke, uh, we we there's really a good relationship between the quarterbacks and Myrtle Beach with Coach Wilson too, helping with that. So all the quarterbacks have really helped me out, and then we got two great receivers and a couple other really good guys at Myrtle Beach, the receivers and a great O line. So it's not all just just about me really. So it's been really humbling to see how how uh, how good the community and fan base is at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. You've got a huge offensive line. You stayed pretty much stood up the whole year last year. Uh, you know, you might have taken a few hits, but I'm imagining that you're going to feed those guys somewhere up there in one of those signature restaurants. Uh, and it's hard to keep up with who's open and who's closed from my days being up there, man. But feed those big <laughs> hogs on the front line, and trust me, they'll keep you off your bottom side. Off your bottom side. Yes, sir. All right, Randall, so I'm going to come to you real quick. And I do, again, I appreciate this is the second time we've had a chance to do this, man. And, again, I mentioned wide receivers. I just mentioned J.J., who I know you and him 
you know, you compete against him, right? Even though he's on your team, I'm sure you guys, uh, you know, you're like, all right, well, I'm going to catch seven. He says I'm going to catch eight, vice versa. And that's got to be pretty neat to have some of the best talent on the same team up there on the grandstand as you guys look on each side of the field. How do you utilize his talents and all that he brings to the table as you continue to get better yourself and get all these offers that you've been getting in the last couple of weeks? Um, personally, it's it's just competing every day in practice and um, thinking about trying to get better every day that you wake up and going to practice and competing. Because, I mean, you're always in your spot, um, competing for your spot and um, competing to be the best one on the field. So, I mean, me and JJ, we compete every day at practice. And then when we get on the football, on the on the game field, it's just we, we go out there and do our best to um, compete against the other players, too, and the opponent. And knowing me and him, you really can't double-team one of us. Well, you can double-team one of us, but you can't. And then it just, it's just hard for defenses to uh, to stop both of us at the same time. And Raekwon Williams, uh, another stud uh, coming up. He's going to be a sophomore this year. Um, he's doing well for us now. And we just have a, a complete receiver core this year, I think. Now, man, you get to go against some of the best DBs on the other side of the ball as uh, Coach Owens is the defensive coordinator uh, who continues to uh, challenge you guys week after week at practice before you even step out on the field. Now, Randall, I'm going to ask you a very similar question. The talent at Myrtle Beach, it's definitely, bar none, it's the best at the beach. I know I'm an alumni of Soccer Sea. I'm also very familiar with all the other programs like Conway, traditionally very big powerhouse, but it's Myrtle Beach, it's the Seahawks that start with the attention getting. I know this year you guys were supposed to play Fort Dorchester where I actually get to do the TV for the – for uh, Fort D, and I was looking forward to the possibility of seeing you guys uh, on a Friday night. That didn't happen. When you look at this schedule, Randall, how do you how do you kind of put this whole thing in perspective when it's a seven game or or five games, whatever it ends up being, to get you guys into the playoffs? Um, to be honest with you, I think it's a great opportunity for us. Um, with with us being in one of the toughest regions in four A. It really helps us because we know if we can win out in our region, we have a great chance to go to the state championship and win the state championship. So uh, just us trying to take every um, game and uh, especially every region game as a playoff game, that's going to help our mentality and mindset just knowing that those games are so important this year and that if we win those games, that it would give us – it set us in a perfect position to win a state championship this year. No doubt about it. Uh, Eugene, I'll turn it back over to you. But, fellas, thank you guys very much. I'll be keeping an eye on you guys all throughout the summer, but or throughout the season, excuse me. But thanks again for coming in. And, Eugene, it's back to you, buddy. All right, guys. Well, you've made your pitches uh, for the junior game as well as any recruiters listening. Uh, make sure, again, you go over to uh, that page and tag with your link to your film and all that good stuff, your height, your weight, all that good stuff, man. I know you guys have had it on your Twitter and makes it real easy if a coach is looking for a guy, they need to be able to find you. They need to know who you are, uh, how to contact you, and, and check out those films and highlights and stats and height, weight, and all that good stuff. I know you guys have it cleaned up, ready to go. I'm going to let you guys go. I know you got to have practice. You probably need – I don't know if you have a scrimmage tomorrow, but I'm sure you all have a couple more things to tighten up for next Friday night. So you guys stay healthy. Um, and, again, you know, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your information. Uh, and we'll definitely be on you guys next Friday night. Uh, we'll definitely, uh, you know, we can't make it every game, but it's like we hit those stats. You know, we'll probably have some of you ballers on uh, to talk about that first game since it's been so long since you've been out there. But, um, again, take care, stay safe, and just stop by the Twitter page and uh, tag that information.
Yes, sir. Thank okay. you for having us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. All right, buddy. Y'all take All right, care. Man. All right, folks. All right. We're going to move along. We've got some more callers on the line. 843, who we got? Uh, Springs. Rayshawn Springs. All right, buddy. Well, have you uh, been listening in? Are you familiar with the format, or do you need me to give you a quick rundown of kind of what we're doing here? Uh, you can give me a quick rundown. All right, no problem. So we already know your name, Rayshawn, but uh, so basically what we're doing, we're starting out with our name, which we already have. We'll give it height, your weight, positions you play, uh, and it could be anything, you know, your offense, your defense, your special teams, whatever you want to talk about. That's completely up to you. It's about selling yourself. Uh, your high school name, your head coach's name, uh, any stats, whether it's offense, defense, special teams, completely up to you. You know, it's your time to sell yourself. You put you you got to like pushing weights around. You know, you're 40 times good. Your high jump's good. You got a good vertical. You got a good long jump. Time to talk about that as well. Uh, so basically the format is you got a few minutes and you can take you know, really, you know, we try to keep it under about five minutes, but you got time. Sell yourself, man. You want to sell yourself to the junior bowl coaches, uh, depending on where you are in high school. You got either your West coach and Coach Wilcox, who's up in the upstate area, or you got Coach Smitty, who's over at CE uh, Murray. He coaches the East team. So I'm assuming with an 843, you'd probably be wanting to play for Coach uh, Smitty at CE Murray in that junior bowl game. So I'm going to let it, I'm going to turn it over to you, man. You got the mic, so I'm going to let you sell yourself. Uh, my name is Rashawn Springs. Well, you already know that. And uh, I go to Fort Chester. And uh, I'm a cornerback, the class of 2022. And uh, I'm like 5'9", 160. And uh, currently right now starting at cornerback. And uh, sorry. What's Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what were you about to say? Sorry. Yeah, so um... – so uh, if you want to talk about, you know, these DBs, especially those guys at 4D, they're kind of fast. And I know we had a coach on earlier, and he said, man, we're looking for speed everywhere because everybody's looking for speed, speed, speed. Are you a speed guy? Are you a high jump guy? If you're good at both, talk to us and give us those numbers. Uh, did you did you play last year? Were you on JV? Were you on varsity? Uh, did you put up some good stats and maybe some interceptions or knockdowns? Kind of, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give you some information. If you want to sell yourself, kind of put yourself out there to – Coach Smitty might draft you and put you on the junior team. If you got something that maybe a college recruiter is interested in, you think you, you know, have a chance to play at the next level. That's what I'm trying. That's what we're trying to get to. I know this is a first time for many of you guys, so we're just trying to help you on. We're having a good time tonight, just uh, giving you a chance to sell yourself. Uh, well, I would say I'm kind of a high jump kind of guy. Uh, I got a good bird, and uh. I had, like, I played JV last year. I started on JV last year. Uh, I had about, like, three interceptions, I believe so. I don't know how many tackles. It was It was a lot. Uh, I played a little bit of quarterback last year, too. I played both sides of the ball. All-around guy. I got you. So would you do you consider yourself one of those physical type corners that likes to make tackles too? You you are you a run stuffer in the run game? You know you, you know sometimes I'm, corners don't they don't like to get physical they don't like to hit the dirt. Are you a guy that likes to put guys? In I'm the, the dirt? physical guy. I'm the physical All right, guy. So you, guy. I'll <laughs> hit awesome man. Well, I already got all right, a couple. Well, you already got a couple what? I already got a couple again uh, in a scrimmage against Sumter. 
Okay, okay. Well, uh, I know, I know, Coach Richie was up there for that, so we'll definitely let him come back in, in a second. Um, so, talk to us about the next level. Have you thought about uh, college ball uh, or, or attending a university? Maybe you get there to play college ball. Maybe you just want to go to school. Is there something you're interested in studying? And how well are you doing in the classroom uh, right now over at Fort Dorchester? I'm definitely interested in going to the next level and uh, to play football. But uh, I also play a couple of the sports. I wrestle and uh, play baseball. Also looking for if I can get a scholarship for that, I'll do that. And um, school-wise, my grades are good right now. My GPA is 3.8. Um, college, well, I want to – I'm looking into going, like, either engineering or business. I want to try engineering, and then my backup would be business. Okay, so you kind of like math a little bit then, huh? <laughs> so, that's interesting, man. Well, cool. Uh, are you a wake up, one of those uh, weight room junkies or you guy that goes in, puts in his work, and, and and dips out and heads to the field to run? Or are you the kind of guy that likes to keep pushing weights and uh, yelling it out and kind of pushing guys around you? Uh, I definitely uh, – I'm the type of guy that I'll, like, push somebody, putting somebody under my shoulders and, like – Showing them around to fight that. Well, talk to us about your game field, man. Are are you one of those guys that goes to work? I know most DBs they they like to talk a little trash. Do you kind of like to get in your wide receiver's head, or are you kind of a a quiet go about your business type guy? I let my game talk. All right, now see, I like that. You know, yeah, I I, I respect that, man. You just kind of let your game talk. If if it talks loud for you, then you got nothing else to say. I love that. Um, so if you had a couple minutes again, like I said, if you're if you're spilling yourself, if you're uh, you know you got your five minutes and Miss B's at listening, and I can never I'll never be able to set up questions like she does, uh, so you have to forgive me for that one. But uh, you know, talk to us. You know, why should a coach choose you over? over you know, so basically, with the recruiting as it is, you know, there, there's right now there's no in-person face-to-face visits for D1, so they're gonna try to get FaceTimes and phone calls and things like that. Well, if they call you, they're not calling somebody else. So give us a quick spiel. Why should a coach spend that time and call you over calling somebody else? I feel like I know for sure I would like – I'll give my 100%. I feel like in, like, any coach, like – what up? I'm messing my words. But um, I feel like I'm a hardworking dude. Like, if I was to – to go play for somebody that I'll play my hardest and I feel like I'll just suit. And okay. I'm very coachable. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. I know you have to be coachable if you're over there. There's a bunch of guys vying for positions and uh Coach LaPrade and them don't have a very long string. So if it's a guy that you're not gonna work, man, they go find somebody else. You know, so you guys got a super talented team. I know you got high expectations this year. Is it uh you guys already be talking about that? I know it's a win game one and we're gonna start there. But uh, do you guys have those state championship kind of dreams and hopes and, and those rings kind of starting to think about those as, as you're getting ready to kick off next Friday night? Yes, sir. Of course, always. Always thinking about that ring. <laughs> I got it, man. Well, you're certainly surrounded by a bunch of talent. Well, do us a favor, brother, if you haven't already. Um, I'm trying to work the boards here with the lap, with the computer. So what I need you to do is I need you to go back over to the Twitter page and I need you to link all your stuff. You know, on your Twitter page, you need to have a link to 
all your contact information, uh, and it needs to have your film. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I need you to go ahead and put that stuff out there because the junior coaches, the Coach Smitty, uh, college recruiters, they're going to be looking around, and they're going to be clicking these profiles. We've already seen uh, a couple profiles already liked by the coach of his own coastal uh, for some of the guys that was on the phone earlier, and he's one of the recruiting guys, so we need you to get that stuff over there, make yourself available for these guys. Okay, bud? Yes, sir. Definitely will do. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Best of luck for you to you uh, on next Friday night. Stay healthy till then. And, of course, afterwards, uh, we'll definitely be following it because, as you know, Coach Richie, um, he's definitely covering you guys. Uh, Richie, do you want to ask him something? I know it's one of your guys before he, uh, he jumps off of here. Hey, man, they're all my guys is the way I like to look at it, brother. But first of all, Eugene, you're doing great, man. I, I think this is a good You can't have you guys, all the guys. You know. I got you them all. Can't have all the guys. I got them all. But I got this guy. Hey, look here. I got this guy. The guy on the phone with you right now. I got that guy. That guy is a beast, man. What he does in his position is really impressive. And at Ford Worcester, I can tell you, it's been amazing, Rashawn, to watch you guys. Not only the way that you handle yourself on the field, but watching how you guys handle yourself off the field. And uh, first of all, I want to thank you and your teammates and all you guys in the junior class and your senior class that's ahead of you guys for allowing me to come over and, and, and let me be a part of that Fort fam, man. And I'm looking forward to uh, calling your name a lot this year on, on TV because that's what we're doing over there at the Fort. We're doing TV this year. Um, how cool is it, though, when you go against – you know, I, I know we were in Sumter on Saturday night, and, and that defense was amazing. I mean, didn't skip a beat from last year, and I think you – know, I don't want to spill the beans too much on what we're going to bring on Friday nights over there. But you get a lot of workout – Today, yesterday, day before yesterday, when we're practicing one-on-one over there at Ford, how awesome is it for you to know that you're going against some of the best receivers right on your own team that kind of helps you build your confidence? That way, when you do go to Sumter, which, by the way, they were preseason right now in the top five, and I thought you guys handled business very well if you're into that kind of guy, and I know that's not what we focus on. But how amazing is it for you, Rayshon, to go against some of the better receivers right there in your own backyard to help you get better at practice as you carry it to the game? I feel pretty good about it because I know they're getting they're getting me better and I'm getting them better. I like that answer, man. I tell you what, man, you did a great job tonight, and uh, you know I've I've reached out. I want you to reach out to the rest of your, uh, your your junior buddies over there and tell these guys to come on in. The next hour is all about you guys and anybody else you got friends around the state because I know this is a fraternity of football, whether you're on one team or the other. So reach out to some of that class of 22 and tell them to reach out and hang out with us tonight. But, man, I'll see you tomorrow at the schoolhouse. And until then, y'all have a good night. Thanks for hanging out with Eugene. All right, you too. All right, Rich, we're going to roll over. we got North Augusta. I think he's done with practice. we got Drew uh, Stevens coming on. Uh, Drew, you on with us, buddy? Yes. All right, Drew. Well, I think you've uh, kind of heard the spiel. I'll give you the quick rundown. So what we're doing is, obviously, we know your name, but – we're asking everybody to start out. Sell yourself, man. Give us your name, your height, your weight, positions played over there. At, uh, I know you're at North Augusta. Uh, your head coach's name, that you want to talk about. If you like working out in the weight room, uh, I know what position you play. Some some of those guys don't. Some of them do like it. Uh, what do you? Uh, if you had a five-minute spill to a college recruiter or to play in the, the junior bowl game, you'd be playing for Coach Will Cook over at uh, uh, being that you're on the west side of the state. So you got five minutes to sell yourself, and uh, I'm going to give you the mic. And then uh, also, too, uh, you want to talk about, you know, your GPA, what you're doing there at North Augusta High School. And uh, you want to go ahead and talk about you know, maybe you have a specific interest at the next – you want to go to college, 
Uh, what are you interested in studying there as well? But I'm going to turn it over, and you got the mic, buddy. Uh, my name is Drew Stevens. I'm six foot one seventy. Um, head coach Nace's name is Jim Bob Bryant at North Augusta High School, the school I kick at. Uh, I am kicker, manageable punter. I train with uh, a lot of places like Dan Order, Adam Tanalski's Top Forty Camp, and I trained with a Coles guy, Anthony Gugliano. You might know him all summer, and uh, I also trained with Pro Kicker, and I am ranked 11th over there. Uh, GPA-wise, I have a pretty good GPA. My GPA is 4.3 weighted, and unweighted is 3.6. Uh, uh, I feel like I deserve to kick at the west side of the state because I beat out the kicker ahead of me because I was really accurate and training over the summer has increased my kickoff range to be 65 plus and that's pretty much it okay well uh looking at the next level so what are you interested in studying have you picked a major uh is there you know something that's like well you know I think I'm interested in doing this I know we had you on the show before but uh for anybody that might be new listening in uh so what are you interested in studying the next level um, I haven't really decided yet, uh, but I've narrowed it down to a couple things like engineering and finance because, well, engineering is just math, and I, I've just always enjoyed math all my life. I've been good at it. And finance, my dad could help me out with it, and I could get really connected by that. Oh, awesome. Well, that's cool. And uh, so... We've got all your stats and what you do, and you, like you said, you're a serviceable punter, you're a kicker. Uh, I, I know you play soccer and others. And, and uh, is, is that something, are you looking to go to do one at the next level? Uh, are you looking for an offer in either one? Kind of, you know, see where things play out. I know for, you know, for kicking uh, a football, you're looking at playing Division One. I. I think you have that talent. And that's definitely a false sport, and that kind of contradicts with soccer. So I think I feel like which I know which way you're going, but um, – you know, if there's anything out there that you want to sell to a college recruiter that says, hey, man, you got five minutes to pick up a phone, or actually, you know, what I've learned, I need to correct this. And I know Miss V's listening. Uh, she's a superstar uh, lady in this business. As I learned as of last night, uh, one of the special teams and recruiting coordinators as um, a lady up at the University of Wisconsin. So before, I'll just say this, before a college coach picks up a phone and decides, you know, who to call, this one or that one, uh, what's your, what's your spiel right now? What's your speech to say? Hey, uh, give, give you know, spend your time calling me. It'll be worth it. Um, well, I would spend time calling me because I am a hard worker, humble. I don't really get in trouble outside of football at all. I listen and humbled, very humbled. Like I, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't lash out a lot. Uh, I just do my job, do what the team needs me to do to win football games. I got you. Well, I tell you what, man. I appreciate having you on. We got a. We're, we're overdue for a break, and Richie's over there pounding on the glass for me to uh, uh, kind of get this thing moving because I'm I'm kind of a talker, and I'll have you guys on all night because I just like you guys so much. But um, do us a favor, go back over to the link for the um where we tag the coaches, make sure you tag in all of your uh, 
information on Twitter. Make sure it has a link. I believe I've seen yours a couple times. It has a link to your film and GPA and how coaches can find you, whether it be a, you know, your email address and phone number and all that good stuff. Um, so do that for us before you uh, suck it in for the night. Okay, bud? All right. Thank you for this opportunity to speak. Yes, sir. And I just want you to have a good game uh, next Friday night and be safe. And uh, I'll be seeing you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay, folks, we've uh, been running, 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 and we've had several athletes on over the past hour. It's been a fun hour. I'm a little bit over, and I know Richie's over there yelling at me. We've got to go to a break. we got one caller on hold uh, or listening in, so just give us a few minutes. we got to take a quick break, uh, grab some water, some Gatorade, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes. everybody. I'm Rich Yelman here filling in uh, for Eugene, who's filling in for Miss V. And this is the South Carolina High School Blitz Sports Show here brought to you by our friends in the upstate all the way that covers the whole state with the likes of ourselves here on the network at Southern Sports Central. Now, of course, uh, we're going to give Eugene a chance to kind of uh, water down those pipes a little bit. He's been rolling for the last two hours. And uh, for a guy who uh, hasn't had an opportunity to do this as much as I uh, look forward to him doing it, and man, he's doing a Great job filling in tonight for Miss V, and I know Miss V is sitting back there smiling from ear to ear. And no, Miss V, you're not allowed to give out hugs. This is a hug-free situation that we're in with this whole COVID thing. But one thing we can do is sit back and let's bring in a coach. I believe 
We're going to head to James Island with the real McCoy. That's Coach McCoy who's uh, checking in with us. Coach, is that you? Well, Eugene, I'm going to let you check and see if that is Coach McCoy there in the queue. And, uh, again, it's been a great show tonight. We, we've had so many uh, athletes checking in. The boards have been hot. It has been exciting. Uh, you coaches uh, on the east side and on the west side, you got your hands full. I would never, ever imagine what you guys are going to be going through here uh, as uh, we start to kind of uh, narrow this thing down to under 50 players. I mean, that's a lot because 22, that class is rocking, stocking, locking, loaded. It is a very, very impressive uh, group of uh, athletes that are coming out. You guys got to take all of those guys and maybe a few girls because there are some uh, females that are playing on Friday nights and uh, get the best of the best. And uh, athletes, that's up to you. All right, we've given you all that we can give you with the opportunity tonight with all of the Twitter handles that you can go out and uh, tag and tweet and instant message and all of that, you know, that's why we do what we do here on the network, and that's why we have partnered with so many amazing men and women to continue to do it for the right reason, and that is for the kids. And, you know, there's a lot of people that say, why do a, 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 a 22 blitz bowl? Because why not? Why wouldn't you want to put the best of the best against the best? Because you don't really always get to see that in every single region across the state. So I say, brilliant. Great job, Mr. Brown, and we're glad to be a part of it. We're going to be broadcasting the game live right here on Southern Sports Central. So Eugene will be running up and down and all around, chasing athletes, and we'll be doing the play-by-play up in the box. But, uh, Eugene, I think you got a chance to check in to see who's with us on the 912. Who is it, bud? Well, I'm trying uh, I think we're having a little technical difficulty, so I just texted him and said, and I got one of those blue and then a green color, so I think he might just be having some a little bit of technical difficulties. It uh, sounds like he's driving from practice, so uh, give me a second, and uh, I'm going to keep trying to get him on a clearer channel. All right, there you go. So uh, we're going to try to do what we can to get him in. Again, we're going to hopefully uh, get in with Coach McCoy as, uh, you know, he's over there on James Island. He comes in here and uh, – uh, really honestly has uh, taken uh, his opportunity and made the most out of it. He got himself surrounded by some great coaches over there with the Trojans. Uh, these guys are eager and ready to get the game underway. And, I mean, for you coaches, by the way, who have come into this year and took this job, let's say, back in March or February or maybe as late as June, God bless you. you know, bless your heart. I tell you, it without a doubt has been – a uh, trial and tribulation. This is going to go down to one of those you'll look back at when you retire from this coaching lifestyle and think, man, I remember when. And I'm sure there's a lot of those kind of conversations that uh, you always want to remember when. But, uh, you know, for all of you coaches, and here in the low country, 19, maybe a little more, have been in that coaching carousel that have moved around. And I know up around the state it's done the same thing. Uh, of course, uh, we're going to see now, I believe, um, we've got a young man on the air now with us. Uh, check in with us at the 912. Who's with us? Yes, um, this is Kiannis Madison, class of 2022 at Fort Dutch High School. Look at this. And now we get somebody on the other side of the ball. What's going on, big man? Check in as far as your position with us. Eugene's got a whole thing here. So you did the first part. You're on it. But uh, tell us your position, your height your speed because you're a wide receiver. I'll spill the beans on that part. You're really 
tall receiver. So give us all the height, the weight, and uh, the breakdown on all your talents over there on the uh, wide receiving side. All right. So, yes, I am a wide receiver. Um, recently, I went to the doctors. They measured me about six two and a half. My weight is about 185, 190. Um, Speed-wise, I haven't ran a 40 in a while, but I see I have a pretty decent amount of speed for somebody that's tall and athletic. Now, of course, you actually were at a camp that you, me, Eugene, and about 500 of our closest friends, and Miss V was there as well, up in Charlotte. Didn't you take that trip with us over there to the uh, Carolina Experience Camp uh, back about a month ago? Yes, sir. So tell us about that camp and that experience. It says it in the name, so it's got to mean something there. What type of experience was it for you to go in there and, and see some of the better DBs around the country, around the region, not just in your region down here in Charleston or in the North Charleston area, but but what did you learn out of a out of a camp like that working with some of those uh, one-on-one trainers? Um, to me personally, that was a um, pretty decent camp. Um, I went up against some new and different talent. I would say that different DBs in different states does play a little different. But um, it's just the only getting better. And from the wide receiver coaching um, standpoint, there was some really good coaches slash trainers out there. Um, they kind of helped me with some of my releases, and they just helped every wide receiver out there better in some way, fundamentally. Now, we just had one of your guys in the secondary on here, Rayshon, joined us, and he talked about, you know, the opportunity to work with some of the better receivers. Of course, that's your group over there on a practice field and how working against you guys got them better so that you guys, when you went to Sumter, you had a pretty good showing. Lots to be worked on. We know that. We're working on that if you guys are on the fort. But uh, same goes for you guys as receivers. I mean, you got Levine over there. You got Rashad over there. You got a lot of really good defenders on the other side of the ball. And I know, you know, you're getting the system because you transferred in uh, from another school. With that being said, you're learning the offense, which has been very exciting to learn. But you're also learning – uh, some of the differences and things that maybe you not uh, had the chance to see. So, so tell me, in your words, how much is it helping you at your practice to go against some of the better DBs uh, around the area? Um, Practice-wise, it's very competitive, and I just love it because no matter what, you're going to go in against one of the best DBs in the low country. And um, I just have some really good teammates. You know, we always go head-to-head, which just brings the best out of us. We do a lot of trash talk in our practice. And um, from the transfer transference standpoint, I learned a lot ever since I transferred. I transferred from a 1A private school um, about two years ago. I would say, yeah, my 10th grade year, I transferred there. And last year, after I transferred, I was doing real good. I was second string. Then, unfortunately, after the showdown, I ended up breaking my wrist, which basically set me out the rest of the season. But, um, yeah, I'd say that me transferring has helped me a lot. Um, I learned way more than I did at Cathedral, and that's now I'm not throwing any shade or anything. I'm just saying you learn a lot more when you go to a different and better, bigger brand school. And um, I just want to thank God for allowing me to transfer, and uh, it's been good so far. Now, Bud, you also get an opportunity to work with one of the good coaches uh, that I've had a chance to meet, me transferring over to Fort this year to do the TV broadcast and and be a part of the Fort fam, looking forward to growing our relationship, actually, as well. But when you get to work with a Coach White, your wide receiver coach, you played at South Carolina, he's got a ton of talent 
under his belt. This is a coach who knows his stuff, and he stays on you guys, and he makes you stay a little late sometimes. You know, tell us, you know, how he helps you strive to be better than you were the day before and how that's going to help you get this attention and be a part of this huge South Carolina High School Blitz Junior Showcase Bowl. Yes, um, Coach White, he's a terrific coach. Um, I wouldn't ask for I wouldn't ask for another wide receiver high school coach. Um, he is kind of tough. He holds us to high expectations, but it's only because he knows that we can do it. And, um, yeah, like if we drop a pass or something, he expects us to make up for it, whether it's push-ups, running, or just catching more passes after practice. Um, he teaches us a lot of different stuff, a lot of different releases that he learned at college and stuff like that, and it just helps us overall in general at wide receiver. Now, the final thing I want to get you, man, and we're going to keep you moving through, but we appreciate you checking in tonight. I know you guys had practice earlier. Uh, we're battling a lot of the rain, like everybody across the lower part of the country is. Uh, when, when you look at this education-wise, you are a junior, so have you started looking at the education side of life, man, and, and maybe looking at a few colleges that's going to help you further that education that you're going to go out and get with that degree? Um, what I'm going to do in college, I'm not sure yet. Um, I think it's going to be something along the lines of business or technology or something along those lines. But um, from a college standpoint, I would say any college that makes me feel like I'm at home, that's what I would go with. I know recently I've been in contact with by Wake Forest, and I know Air Force, um, they've been following me a lot recently too along with Wingate. So from a college standpoint, um, whoever makes me feel home the best, that's where I'll go. I don't care about D1, D2, D3. I don't really care about that stuff. Man, that's a great answer. You grow, where you, you go where you can grow. You get in there and you play, and you let the rest of it take care of itself. Buddy, I'll talk to you uh, here real soon, but I do appreciate you checking in tonight to this amazing show of the South Carolina High School Blitz Sports Show. Usually Miss V's here. She's out, but she'll be back next week. Eugene is filling in. And I just gave him a chance to kind of uh, grab some Gatorade and hydrate. We, of course, want to keep you guys hydrated, man. But until next time, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Yes, sir. All right, Eugene. So, man, I tell you what, it has been a great show, and I believe we just like that, man. Got another call coming in here. <laughs> so I'm going to head over to the 843 for you and uh, say good evening. Welcome to the South Carolina High School Blitz Sports Show. Who's with us? I hit the button. I think we got him on now. Uh, Yawn. Hold on one second. Let me see if it, uh, let me put him back on here just a second. All right. So we're trying to get this young man connected. So if you just called in at the 843 area code, which is probably somewhere on the low country side of things, we say good evening. Welcome to the show. Who's with us? All right, Eugene, I'll let you scramble over to the green room and check in on him and see who's there. But, uh, again, guys, when you call in, you got to be listening for us to bring you in. I know some of you guys haven't done this before, and that's okay, man. Look, this is a learning process. You had to learn how to catch the ball, how to run the ball. Well, this is another process of learning how to handle what's coming up because we'll speak it into existence. If you're calling this show tonight, football is in your future. We'll run cast that amongst you. We're going to send you in that direction. So you need to learn – 
this part of the lifestyle, and that is how to interview and how to have conversations and how to sell yourself, not by literally selling yourself, but just by having a conversation. And it's the confidence in your voice that sells more than anything else in the world. You know that you can tackle, you know that you can catch, and you know you can run, all right? So just be confident in that. That's the biggest thing that I cannot echo enough, that I need you guys to believe in yourselves and believe that you guys can uh, get the job done. Again, it's been a great show tonight, Eugene. Yeah, no doubt. I think we got him on. Uh, are you on? Yes, sir. Hello. Okay, okay. Sorry, I've been hitting green buttons and blue buttons and red buttons, and, and my phone has to go from mute to talk and mute to talk and back over to Twitter because guys are DMing saying he want to call in. I need the number, and, and I found the number. Is this the right number? So sorry about that. Uh so here's here's the rundown. Um, so eight four three means you're on the east side of the state. Uh, Coach Smitty's been listening in. Uh, so give us the spill. Give us the name, the height, the weight, positions played, uh, your high school, and uh, your head coach's name. Uh, any stats you want to discuss, and uh, give us your give give Coach Smitty uh, your pitch for why you should be picked for the junior game. Well, my name is Spencer McKinley. Um, I'm a 2022 <laughs> kicker at. Oceanside Collegiate Academy. Um, I'm 5'10", 185 pounds, and um, my head coach is Joe Call. And I've been kicking now for this is my second year at Oceanside Collegiate. I started off my freshman year at Wando, and I was a kickoff specialist last year for Oceanside. And this year I'm going to be taking over at field goal, field goal, kickoff, and extra point. And I'm really excited for it. And I'm currently ranked number 26 in the nation as a kicker, and and hope and hoping to improve my stats this season. No doubt. Sorry about that. I actually didn't recognize the number because they come up on the screen, and I don't have names attached. I got you saved in my contacts under your name, so sorry about that. But um, so uh, again, Coach Smitty's listening in. I know your guys that been putting in a lot of time perfecting that game um and, and you know like you said you're a kickoff specialist i know that's something that you put out there that you wanted to you know have 100 percent touchbacks this year as well as being perfect on your kick so uh you know what's what's some of that range give us some stats man uh for coach smitty and for those listening in and then um when we're done we'll talk about a couple more things well right now for field goal i'm consistently hitting about 45, 50 yards, and I'm just hoping to improve my form right now and getting ready for the season to start. And um, right now my kickoff long is about sitting at 70 yards, but I'm trying to improve that, getting my form in with um, a trainer, Dan Orner, out of Charlotte. And um, my goals this season are to get all touchbacks and not miss any kicks at all. I mean, I'm shooting for the stars here. No doubt. So we'll move on to the academic side of things. Uh, you know, talk to us about the GPA. Uh, if you're interested in studying something at the next level, I know you want to be a collegiate kicker. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about the GPA there at Oceanside, as well as uh, what you might be interested in studying the next level. Yes, sir. I'm sitting at about 3.5 right now for my GPA. And I'm hoping to improve that even more with the rest of this school year and my senior year. I'm taking the SAT this year. Hoping to get a good score on that. So, um, in college, I think I want to major in business. I, I, my dad went into entrepreneurship, and 
think I want to follow his lead too. Well, that sounds good, man. And I know, uh, uh, I think if, I think, uh, coach Smitty had seen some of your stuff, but, uh, do us a favor when you get off the phone here and jump over to that Twitter page and make sure, uh, your stuff is linked up so that, uh, coach can and click over and get all your contact information as well as, uh, be your film. Same thing for some of the coaches, some of the, uh, we had a college recruiter on earlier. It's been kind of tracking the Twitter page today. So let's make sure that that film, uh, or that link to that Twitter account's over there. I know, uh, I've seen your page and all the contact information and all that stuff there, but make, do yourself a favor and jump over there and do that. But uh, one last thing, if uh, college recruiters out there and they're trying to pick up the phone, you know, there's no face-to-face this year until at least January 1, that ruling came down. Uh, something I've talked to you about before, but, uh, you know, if, if a coach is picking up the phone and they're trying to figure out, you know, which guy they should reach out to, kind of give you a quick pitch as to why, that coach has spent the time calling Spencer McKinley. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work as much as I can for our team to win. I'm gonna do everything in my possibility that I can, and I, I'm gonna work hard and do what I need to do to help my team. When it comes to the end of the day, that's what I'm gonna do. Well, that sounds good, Spencer. I'll let you get back. Uh, I I know you probably got some things to do and get ready for tomorrow. I know uh, you guys have a scrimmage uh, tomorrow afternoon, man. Uh, I want you to be healthy, and I know uh, looking forward to next Friday for that first game, they'd be able to kick the ball off and kick it through the back of the end zone. Appreciate your time, brother, and we'll definitely talk to you soon, and uh, we'll make sure to get over there and uh, get that uh, link up to the Twitter account so coaches can find you. Okay, bud? Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Richie. We've uh, been through. I think I think the phone line has finally started to slow down a little bit. I looked at it earlier. I sent you a screenshot. I've never seen it uh, blue and red so much before. It got to be a little bit uh, intimidating because, you know, you don't want these kids that they come in, they've been at school. Some of them have been in class. Some of them have been on that online learning all day. A lot of them have been at practice all afternoon. So it's kind of been a, a test for them, and I hate it. You know, that guys jump on after all that stuff and they're trying to eat and they're trying to get homework done, you know, to have them wait. So it was kind of uh, intimidating. Hey, but you know what? They just don't want the guys to sit and wait. But you know what? They did. They did. But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. And, and, and I hear you, Mama Bear, because that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Mama Bear. All right? That's life. All right? So so if, if, if you, you need to adjust right now, listen to me. If you're going to be a college athlete, this is the norm. If, if you can't handle – Learning from home, because I've heard a lot of that. Well, I can't do it because I'm at home. Well, guess what? When you're in college, a lot of times that professor is going to leave a note on the door, and you're going to have to do it in your dorm room. That's life. That's part of being a college athlete. That's part of being a college student. You're getting a little bit. It's kind of like going uh, a little bit ahead, like you're doing pre-calculus. Well, this is kind of pre-college for you, and this is just another step for you. Yeah, okay, so you had to get up early this morning and run two miles. Guess what? So did everybody in Division One. In a lot of other schools. Guess what? Then they went to class. Then they came and worked out. Then they went back to another class. And then they came back and they had to go and and do this thing called practice. And then they had to do this other thing called an interview. This is what it's like. If you want the big job, you got to be able to handle the big responsibility. And I don't want to sugarcoat it. That's enough of that. We're not going to – look, I appreciate it. I'm not saying I don't appreciate it, Eugene. But I just need them to understand they are getting an early taste of what college is like. I'm telling you. Man, if I if I didn't tell you I didn't go to sleep, 
I passed out went to sleep because I was exhausted day after day after day because I had a goal. I had a mission. I had a grind. Even in the 90s, we were grinding. I know that's a word that you guys use now or whatever it may be, but that's just the way it is. Is You're going to get up early, and you're going to stay up late, and you're going to have to do about 20 different things in the middle of A and D or E or whatever it is that you got on that agenda. So this is just one of many things. You know, I get, I understand certain things, but when it comes down to this, to me, Eugene, I wish we had this platform. I wish we had Ken Brown in this week. I wish Everett Sands was, was coming on and telling us the facts of life after college, how to save your money. He was bringing in a team, telling us how to get anything other than a, a scholarship for athletes. This was just for everybody. So, again, you're getting all you can get on a platform that the good Lord above has given us to do what we do. And I do, I greatly appreciate the energy and the effort and, and everything that's going on. Again, we have touched all over the state of South Carolina. I mean, Augusta, Myrtle Beach, Charleston, upstate, lower state, middle state, you name it. We've been in it. We've handled it. We've interviewed them, Eugene, and it's been a great show. Ms. V, I know, was, without a doubt, sitting somewhere in her home ear to ear. And, and probably laughing a little bit along the way. But this, again, young men, listen to me and understand me. This is just as important as anything else. You are going to go into a game, and you may not win that game. That's part of life. And the first thing that's going to happen to you is a man or a woman is going to throw a microphone dead square in your face, and you've got to know how to handle it. You cannot let your emotions get the best of you. That's just all I'm telling you. Okay, again, I'm all about sugarcoating. And that's what Mama Bear does, Miss B. She is one of the greatest, but she will look you dead square in the eye. And she will be as tall as she needs to be when she tells you, it's time to man up. It's time to go to work. Class of 22, this is your year. This is it right now. And you heard that young man, uh, the coach down there at Coastal, Coach Corn. he was telling you, freshmen, sophomores, do not wait to hit the gas. It's right now. It's yesterday. It ain't tomorrow. Because tomorrow, again, will be too late. Again, for you seniors, I know there's a couple of you guys that are always tuning in when the green lights are on here at the show. Keep balling. Keep grinding. Keep finding. You heard a lot of these young guys, Eugene, talk about the class of 22. They're telling us, hey, I don't have to go power five. I just got to go. I can land in the FCS or I can sit tight and hang out in and, and whatever land it is that gets me to continue to play in the game. And, again, I'm going to tell you, you need to explore every option. It's an opportunity. It's a door. You need to open it. If it's an HBCU, I don't care who you are, your background, it's another opportunity for you to get playing time to get what? That's called drafted. That's playing on Sunday. And they draft them all across the board. You saw UNC Charlotte hit the board. You've seen Coastal take guys. You've seen uh, all over the place. Bethune Cookman's put guys out, you know. Good school over there in, 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 in North Carolina, Greensboro, they put some dudes out. So to be a dude, you got to be on the field. They don't draft a whole lot of dudes on the sidelines. They used to. Southern Cal used to get it. But that's a rare breed and a rare opportunity, Eugene. Oh, I agree. And, uh, yeah, Miss B is listening. She's been texting me some words of encouragement uh, throughout the night show. She's <laughs> definitely listening to every player. And, uh, you know, she, she's been my sidekick uh through text messaging tonight, and uh, she knows I really hope I've done her well and and representing her uh, on the show tonight. I know she loves these players and wants to hug them all. So 
I'm sending some hugs out. I know she's listening. She'll send me another text in a minute. She just told me when you when you gave the spill and said this is how it's going to be. I got a text and just said yep. <laughs> and so she's definitely she's definitely tuning in. She's definitely uh uh definitely seeing your side of this story. Uh, you know with the pushes and you know I'll add in because you know I was in some of those recruiting meetings and I've seen you know when Gerald was at Notre Dame and he would get that notebook every Sunday afternoon. They got handed a three ring binder. And that three-ring binder, like you were talking about, the grind, had everything scheduled out to the minute through the day. And sometimes you'd look at it and say, well, when are they supposed to sleep? You know, and sometimes it would be a six-hour thing. Because, they, I mean, when you're talking about structure at, at, at the collegiate level, as you know, I mean, your meals are structured. Your snacks are structured. And that would be while they're in a team meeting they would be eating. You know, you have, you have things, places you've got to be no matter what or else you're not playing. You're not participating. You know, they don't need you because, you know, uh, a coach can go to their DMs and they got 30 dudes trying to take your spot. So if you're not out there, like you said, going through that grind, getting your studies done, getting those team meetings, getting those team meals, getting in the weight room, doing what you got to do, going to your position coach, going to that study hall. There's mandatory study halls, especially for the freshmen coming in. You may not be a study hall guy. You might be a guy that wants to take a nap. Well, you know, there's coaches and there's proctors, and they're taking role. You know, they they want to see that, you know, you've got what it takes. Like you said, you know, and like Coach Corn, one of his other jobs is he's the NFL liaison. So if you want to play in the NFL, you go to Coastal, you know, that coach is going to be right there guiding you to the next level, trying to put you in the NFL, trying to help you get your dream. You know, it's his dream, right. too, to be a coach. He said he loves it. That's part of what he does. But, so you're absolutely right about that grind, man. And, uh, you know, there's a grind when you're at the table because you're there with your team, you know, always. And, you know, it, it's not it, – a lot of people may think they about that life until they get there. So, you know, that's what these coaches, <laughs> these recruiters are looking for. They're looking for the guys who are about that life because, you yeah. know, they don't want to sign you up. They don't want to waste a scholarship. They don't want to waste a scholarship when they got 30 other dudes that may go sign somewhere else and they have to play against when they could have had them on the team. So, you know, don't be left wanting either. You know, like you said, you got to get out there and market yourself. You know, we'll create a platform, right. but these kids got to do some of the work themselves. Yeah, we, we, you know, we, we can invite you all day long, young men, but if you don't get up and you don't come to the table and eat, that's your deal. That's your fault. That's nobody's fault but yours. And again, I'm going to play the bad cop. Eugene, you could be the good cop, and we'll uh, do some starskin hutch for the last, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes here. But at the end of it all, and you're right, when I got to uh, playing college ball, and it, again, was a job. It is not – you know, you want to have fun? That's what rec ball is all about. And I'm not knocking the rec ball, but that's just, again, that's where it's at. That's where it stays, where you get your juice box and you get your Twix or your candy on the side. You'll get a lot of Twixes and candies, all right? They take care of you. I'm not saying that. But you're there because you have a vision. You have a mission. You have a goal. And your goal, usually, if you're playing college sports, it doesn't matter whether you're a track star trying to get to the Olympics or you're uh, sitting there as a softball player to go wherever, and this is for guys and girls. Everybody is on a mission in college, and that is to get to the next stop. And if you look at this thing, and I call it a funnel of life, of athletics, just like the funnel that you put into your car to pour the oil in. If you look at the top of it, well, that's you at about seven years old. Okay, everybody gets in. But as you start to get older, that funnel gets a little smaller. And when you get to the bottom of that funnel, it's very thin, and it's very hard to get through. That's the reality between where you want to be and where you may be. So with that being said, I'm going to tell you this. 
Eugene is exactly right. You will have anywhere from one, two, maybe three tutors. You're grinding. If you're a baseball player, man, you're playing during the week. You're traveling during the week. If you're a spring athlete, most of those sports are always on the road. If you're a football player, a lot of times you're up and you're out, and you're leaving on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And if you're playing on a Thursday, you're leaving on a Tuesday, and then there could be a quick turnaround because you just played on Saturday. But it calls for discipline. That's what makes you an athlete. It's the discipline. That's why when you retire from the NFL, young men, and you go to get your job, you're, you're, a, you're a very much marketable employee because you're an athlete, because you learn how to handle adversity. You learn how to handle the bad and the good, and you have a plan, you work a plan, and you are always successful. I cannot echo this enough, and I've gotten the class of 22's attention, Eugene, and you did a great job tonight for, again, Eugene filling in for Miss V, who, again, echoes what he said. She misses you guys. She hears you guys. And she's going to be back with you guys next week right here on the show that she puts on Southern Sports Central, 6 o'clock Thursday nights at the South Carolina High School Blitz Sports Show. And Eugene, again, uh, great job, brother, doing what you did tonight. And again, uh, you know, this is a job that, again, people think that they can do it because they, uh, they see it on TV or they hear it on the radio. And Eugene, I'm going to ask you this question. You did a great job preparing. You and I talked throughout today, and I know you talked to Ms. V throughout. But uh, just like an athlete, this job and every job takes preparation. You don't just come in and, and jump on the radio because if you do, what happens? Well, you're not going to fall on your face because there's no way you can fill up three hours. If you're a talker and, and you and I can be talkers, you're just going to come off as unprepared, and it's just going to look really, really bad. You know, people going to now, they're not going to listen. And there's so much good content to put out there that, you know, and, and so many people are putting up content. Not all of it's good stuff. But, you know, here we are, you know, with tonight's show, uh, Ms. V asked for, you know, a little bit of help and said, hey, you guys, you know, we're, we're all a team. Uh, need to be a cover for me tonight. You know, you reached out to me as well and said, hey, you know, let's run with it. Let's do this. And what we do, we turned in a show that was three hours of what could have been blank space. And, yet, you know, we created a platform. We had, gosh knows, I haven't even counted how many 2022s came you know, and, and marketed themselves, giving themselves a platform, did their first interview. I've got messages from guys that said, hey, Coach, you know, I, I was a little nervous, but uh, it's my first ever radio interview. But, you know, a lot of them came off really, really well. Some of them probably feel like, hey, you know, I, I like this. Maybe I, they weren't, you know, as good as they thought they should be. But, hey, that's what we're here for. It's a learning thing because we're trying to get you ready for that next level because, like you said, whether you're interviewing with a recruiter, whether you're interviewing for a newspaper, or like you said, you finish up a game and someone pops a microphone in your front of your face, you know, and you'll have that experience and you'll be ready, you know, when that happens, when your number's called or the microphone pops up. And so, you know, it's been a great thing. And I really love Ms. V for uh, giving me the opportunity to kind of fill in for her as much as I can. I probably rate myself as probably a C plus. Uh, I've seen her, I've listened to her shows and I've been on with her and she does such a great job. And, you know, the kids just flood you know, the phones to get to talk to her. I saw some of the videos that she put out, uh, a couple of things that's been on our Twitter page that people can go and see if you're interested in doing one of those. Um, but, you know, that's the difference of it is, like I said, take three hours of blank space and we could sit here and talk about you and me and, you know, the teams we like and whether it be high school or college or pro. But, you know, here is the night where we just took a chance took three hours, and we just gave all these kids a wonderful platform. We made a great connection with Colton Corn, uh, Coach Corn over there at Coastal, 
you know, and what he does. And we got some very good recruiting insights from a guy right here in the state of South Carolina who grew up in South Carolina, played high school ball, played college ball in South Carolina. And, you know, he gave it, he gave some very valuable information, some information guys that may not have heard, some guys that may have, you know, hey, you know, I, I want to get some love and I'm not hearing anything, you know, and I see these other coach guys getting some love. And what did he say? Just be patient. You know, they got a staff and they'll work through. If you're, if you're a baller, we'll find you, but you also got to do some work yourself. Reach out to us. We'll get back. You know, we'll, we'll look at your stuff. We'll give you the time of day. You know, they didn't say that we're only looking for 6-3 offensive line. We're only looking for 6-2 receivers that run a 4-2. He didn't say that. He just said if you're a baller, you know, and you may not be developed, whether it be your game or whether physically, you know, they want to get in the ground early on these guys and build those relationships. And like you said, like you mentioned earlier, don't wait. Get the gas now. Get into them. Talk to them. You know, make yourself available. Make yourself recruitable. But you got to do it yourself or else you're going to be left wanting when everybody else is signing. But I'm going to take uh, – looks like we got a couple more calls here. I'm going to see um, – I'm going to pop over real quick and see what we got. Who we got in the 803? You know Hello? who we got. <laughs> you know who it is. How you doing? How you doing? Are you, I'm good. I don't have – when I'm looking at the board, as you know, on the computer screen, it doesn't give me names. I mean, one of my own kids got on. That was so embarrassing on my part. You know, the kid's probably not feeling the love and Spencer. I didn't recognize the number because it comes up in my phone, Spencer McKinley. And so the poor kid, hey, coach, I mean, that's my number. But, I, you know, when you look at it on the board, you see numbers. And you see callers, and you try to get them through and get them processed. But how are going, Miss V? Did you give me a C-plus at least? Uh, C minus. <laughs> <laughs> C minus. Okay, I tell you. Well, I passed, Miss B. I passed. <laughs> it's passing. It's passing. But let me ask you this, Miss B. Let me ask you: Are you grading? Listen, Miss B. Are you grading from when we grew up now? Because that matters to me now. Are you grading from when now? A C back in our day was what a seventy-six to an eighty, eighty-six, or are you going down yes. to the seventy? Uh-uh. No. I mean, which one are we at? No, no, no. No, we're we're grading old time school, old school C, old school. you know. C, that's not the new C, that's the old C. <laughs> so you got some work to do. All right, well, I'll take the criticism. You just got to let me know what I can do to improve. I'll certainly, I'll certainly take the criticism and try to do better next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all doing a great job. Um, I'm. Smiling from ear to ear, all the 22 guys that are calling in, um, if they're, they're sounding great, uh, giving them an opportunity that they may not otherwise get, uh, practice makes perfect, you know, and they do need this platform in order to be able to um, get better at, one, like you say, selling themselves because somebody is going to stick a mic in, in their faces and you want them to at least sound intelligent sound like they've done this before. Um, it shows professionalism, and we're giving them that flat platform to be able to do that. So um, they called in this week. You know, they got to keep calling in, keep keep talking, keep keep practicing, um, and um, they'll continue to get better and better with it. Well, Ms. V, you know, I know last week on, on, on the show when you were here, you did a great job bringing in both coaches 
So I thought it was a, a really good fit, number one, to bring in Coach Corn all the way from Coastal, who, by the way, you guys that are listening, if you didn't see, and I know you did because you're athletes and you watch football nonstop now that it's up and running, but it was that of the Sun Belt. We call it the Fun Belt. They went three big victories this past weekend, and they have done that yes, multiple they do. times. We've seen that. So if you think you need to go to Alabama to be recruited, well, you need to call in and let me tell you why you don't. Okay, so those guys did what they did, and you'll see some more victories coming out of that, that conference and other conferences, right? I mean, but then to kind of touch on it a little bit, Miss B, you had the coaches last week. Eugene and you guys put together a great staff. I mean, we touched multiple schools throughout the entire state of South Carolina from the Grand Strand to the Low Country to the Midlands and Upstate. I thought it was a pretty fitting, you know, follow-up from last week, the coaches, this week, the players. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a great, uh, um, great idea, and I like the, you know, the theme pop up twenty twenty two. It was really good, and um, I'm so glad that so many of them um, did call in, and and Eugene, you did a good job um, getting those guys um, to feel comfortable enough to be able to answer the questions um, that you gave them to be able to tell a little bit about themselves. Because if you can't sell yourself, then who else can? Who can speak better of you than you yourself? Um, so I think they did a, a good job. I wrote down some names that I didn't have before. Um, looking at um, Twitter pages, looking up on Instagram, see what kind of kid they are. So same thing that coach is going to do. So um, uh, they did a good job. Yes, ma'am. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if you listened to Coach Corn's thing, but there's some very, very valuable information in that too. You know, when uh, recruiters are looking at guys, I don't know if you saw the tweet or, or listened to what he said about, you know, some of the parents. It's okay if you're a parent to promote your kid. It's okay if you're a coach mm-hmm. to promote a kid. But one thing, I, I you know, is really interesting, like you said, is if you're a parent and you're promoting the kid, okay. But don't be, you know, hitting the coach up ten times a day. And also, too, if a parent's promoting a kid, they're going to look at that parent's page, too. So exactly. what parents have on social media might be something that, you know, you don't want to hurt your kid. You know, you right. whatever it may be, you know, if you got some foul language or something on there, you know, you certainly don't clean want to hurt up. a kid. And, and they need to clean it up, too, because and, and players, you know, I don't want you to be disrespectful, but, you know, you got to kind of go to a parent and say, hey, you know, uh, coaches are looking at my stuff and they click over here to you see this, you know, th- that might hurt me when it comes to recruiting. And, you know, let me let me don't hurt me. Help me. Right. So I thought that was super important to hear that as well as many other things that he shared. Um, so, you know, and, and definitely when I, I tell you, when I was talking to him and I actually talked to his brother, uh, Coach Willie Corn, who's the offensive coordinator over there, and told him we were doing the show with the SC Blitz, man. Uh, Coach Corn, as you know, they have a game Friday night, you know, on, on national mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. And he hit me up. He hit me back immediately and said, you know, we, we'd love to do anything with you guys and, and the high school uh, blitz and you know within minutes I said well you know how about coach Col- uh, Colton because he handles a lot of the recruiting in state and you've seen it all these graphics they've been sending out and all the work they've been doing so within mm-hmm. minutes coach Colton uh, hit me up and said yeah I'd love to do it man give me, give me the platform let me talk to these kids so you know I definitely tell you that uh, you know what you guys are doing are resonating as well when, when it comes to them at least you know because they're definitely falling in the moment I men- mentioned that we were doing this show tonight, you know, with SC Blitz. He said, you know, they, they were on it. And I'll tell you, 
So that's, that's pretty powerful to get from a D1 school two days away from a game that they want to give us 30 minutes to kind of talk about, you know, not just their platform and what they're looking for, but also give some tips out to some guys to kind of improve themselves and to make themselves more marketable. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about, you know. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter who's, who is promoting the kid. It doesn't matter who gets the coach's attention. The whole goal, the mission for all of us is to help the kids get to the next level. It's not about who gets the credit for it. It's that we meet the goal, you know, meet that mission that's out there, and that's to get the guys to the next level, to get them on the platform so that coaches uh, like the like the Coastal Carolina coaches can see them, can hear them if they can't even see them, to get them at least on their radar, to be looking for, you know, that message from them in their inbox or um, those sorts of things. So, you know, and when we can see that we're doing that, then you know that what you're doing is making a difference and you're doing exactly what you set out to, to do. And, and that's to help the kids here in South Carolina. Yeah, no doubt. And that was so important, you know, and something that I thought was really neat before coach corn got off the phone. He said, look, man, I'm going to put in my earbuds and I'm going to be listening, you know? And then of course, you know, we had coach Wilcock and, and coach Smitty, you know, out there saying, you know what, I'm listening. And they put it out on the Twitter said, Hey guys, I'm listening. Here's the interview process. You know, you got the interview, you got the stage. So, you know, it was such a great thing, and to hear that, you know, not only from the coaches selecting for the uh, for the junior bowl game, but to hear that from the recruiter that, you know, he was got some things to do, but he was definitely tuning in. I think that's very powerful for what we're trying to do. And, and I tell you, I hope by by the time National Signing Day rolls around, uh, we'll be out of this mess, and so you can pass out those uh, real real time hugs. We'll call them that because <laughs> I know you're gonna be trying to make it around and love on your boys when they sign that contract and move on to the that's next level. Sure. Yes, that is well, so, for sure, for sure. Well, Miss V, I know we're running up on 850. Uh, I know you got to – I'm going to tell you because I love you. I know you need to get some rest. I want to thank you for the opportunity to let me try to fill in for you as best as I could. Thank you for encouraging the whole time and kind of getting me through it with the messages and uh, listening in. Um, I just want you to get some rest and get healthy, and we'll definitely get you back rolling uh, next week. Most, most definitely, most definitely. I enjoyed it, did a great job, and I appreciate um, you guys standing in and, and um, talking to my babies for me. And, um, yes, I will be back strong, ready next week. So y'all take care. All right, Miss V. We'll talk to you soon. All right, good night. Man, it's always oh. uh, exciting to hear Miss V, man. I tell you what, you know, she has done a great job you know, with Ken and now having her part of our family. And as we are all one big family, man, it, it, it's definitely uh, a, a plus, you know, and talking of family, by the way, and what better way to end your show tonight is, is bring in the young man who is going to be doing a show in the morning, Sports Unlimited, with that man, Brandon Bisco Bing. He'll kick this thing off tomorrow morning right here on the network at Southern Sports Central at 7 a.m. Brandon, by the way, Eugene, I'm going to let you talk to him because I don't think you guys have even had a chance to talk. But that being said, he is the voice of the Carolina Force Panthers on Friday nights, and he is, of course, right here on Friday mornings. Brandon, what's up, big man? And, Eugene, I'm going to let you kind of hang out with him for the next five and talk about his show in the morning. 
Yeah, it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun just a week away from the regular season starting and uh, got a big scrimmage tomorrow. Tomorrow night, uh, which which scrimmage are you covering? What teams are featured and what, what kind of dudes are you looking at, uh, you know, at, at to start making a name for themselves, getting ready, warmed up for the first game uh, next week? Yeah, Carolina Forest against uh, against Myrtle Beach, the two top teams on the Grand Strand tomorrow night. Um, you know, I'll be talking about it a lot more on the show tomorrow morning. But, yeah, you know, obviously for Myrtle Beach, you got their offense, J.J. Jones, Adam Randall, Ryan Berger, definitely guys. And then on the on – the, Carolina Forest side, they showed a lot of promise on the offensive side as well this past weekend when they faced off against Mer- or against North Myrtle Beach. And, you know, Scott Saylor, uh, you know, Kyle Watkins, those guys and, and a few other guys on the offensive end and, and on the defensive end too, uh, you know, their, their secondary three picks in the scrimmage against North Myrtle. So lots of promise over in over at Carolina Forest. And tomorrow's going to be the big test. Tomorrow's going to be the big test to see if this team is for real and if they can do, again, what they did last year. Well, uh, I know Carolina Forest is uh, replacing a superstar quarterback. Seemed like he was in the high school, uh, probably going back to eighth grade. I mean, the guy just seemed like he was there forever. <laughs> Now he's uh, spinning the ball for East Carolina in Division One. Got him a big scholarship up there. Um, so when they scrimmage North Myrtle Beach, there's a guy that we've kind of covered a little bit on the defensive side for North Myrtle Beach. So I was kind of curious as to uh, the new quarterback and was he even able to get the ball off because that defensive tackle over there at North Myrtle Beach is definitely uh, uh, a force to be reckoned with. He picked up two D1 offers. We've been to camps and seen him work some offensive linemen. So how did you guys fare against him? Yeah, um, actually, you know, he he got some pressure a little bit, but especially with the uh, speed that Kyle Watkins has uh, on, you know, whether it's scrambling out during, you know, on passing plays or on options, he was able to get a get away from uh, get get away from Simmons a good bit. Uh, it also helped, you know, the offensive line for Carolina Forest is very good. Caleb Godfrey is one of the best in the region, uh, you know. So he he got a little bit of pressure on, on the quarterback and, and got into the backfield a couple of times. But for the most part, Carolina Forest was able to, you know, break break through that. Gotcha. It sounds like these guys, you know, didn't didn't fall off, you know, when a couple guys graduated. No. It sounds like they're ready to make another run. They went pretty deep in the playoffs last year and uh you know, I know that's something you'll probably cover tomorrow morning, so I don't wanna uh, I don't wanna have you steal the show tonight, but uh give us a little bit of breakdown. We got about three minutes of uh what you plan to cover tomorrow on the show. Yeah, tomorrow we've got, you know, a bunch of news that has come out, some unfortunate news that we'll definitely have to talk about a little bit, but also talk about what is to come this uh, tomorrow night with the scrimmages. Got a big take. I kind of already uh, teased it already with how I described the uh, the the game, the scrimmage tomorrow, but I've got a big take when it's come when it comes to football on the Grand Strand tomorrow. 
uh, and just, you know, obviously talk about the scrimmages and uh, got some recruiting news to cover and just, you know, just cover everything that's been going on in the world of sports. And, you know, it's going to be a fun one. Well, we're looking forward to it. And uh, you can uh, let everybody know what time that show kicks off. Uh, and, and the best way to find you, whether it be on uh, social media or, uh, you know, uh, how can they reach out if they want to be a part of the show tomorrow morning? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, show 7 to 10 tomorrow morning right here on Southern Sports Central. Same number as usual for calling in, 323-784-9681. Um, you know, call in, talk some sports with me, whether it's national, regional, local, Whatever you want to talk, we'll we'll do it. Uh, and then you know, uh, yeah. If they want, if you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter at Bisco on the Air. And then um, you know, if you if if you're a fan of Carolina Forest football, go follow uh, CF uh, CFHS Panthers FBN. That's the uh, football network uh, Twitter page. So, yeah, go follow all that. And, you know, only a week away from Friday Night Lights. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a crazy season. It's already been crazy with with how everything's been going. But it's going to be fun to be able to get back on the air and uh, and call some football. Who are you guys scrimmaging tomorrow? Myrtle Beach. Okay, I think you told me that. All right. Yeah. And then uh, the first home game is – or the first – excuse me, the first game is against who and where is it located? The the first game, the first regular season game, is going to be against South Florence uh, next next Friday, and it's at home. It's it's at Carolina Forest. All right, man. Well, good deal. We'll let you get some rest up. You got to be on the show very early in the morning, so uh, we'll let you go for tonight, man. Appreciate all you do. Uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to seven o'clock for that show, seven to ten tomorrow. And uh, folks, you know, all you got to do is tune in, listen in, uh, call in. Uh, you know how to reach them. You know how to find them. It's a great show. So I have a lot of content. Like you said, he's got some breaking news and some other things to cover. So you definitely won't want to miss it, man. Well, I appreciate everything you do, buddy. Get some rest of the night, and we'll definitely talk to you about 7 o'clock in the morning. Yep. I'll be sure to be able to uh, look out for some callers. I, I definitely want to talk some sports with all the fans around the uh, Grand Strand and around South Carolina tomorrow. Folks, we're coming up on the 9 o'clock hour. We've got about a minute to go. Uh, we're going to be uh, signing off here soon. It's been a great show. Been very blessed to have all these great guests with uh, Coach Corn on over at uh, Coastal Carolina. Uh, I've been seeing some Twitter traffic. Guys, you need to be on there. Coaches are coaches are following. Coaches are biting. You need to have a line in the water. Uh, it's been a great night having all these guys on, uh, getting in this B, uh, just following up with the show, getting a preview for tomorrow. Richie, it's been a Great, great, great opportunity to showcase this platform, buddy. So, um, for Richie, for me, for Southern Sports Central, for Miss V and Mr. Ken Brown, High School Blitz, guys, it's been a wonderful night. Y'all stay safe, take care. Be going to a scrimmage tomorrow for all the rules. Get ready for next week because we're kicking this ball off next Friday night uh, around the state of South Carolina. Make sure to follow the rules because we want to keep it going. We want to have more content. We want to talk about games. And I want to be
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.